Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! It's the most stupendous news of the year. That's right, it's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And it's our big WrestleMania results and recap and review, as well as your weekly news. My name is Troy, and we have combined our fucking, our our power rings, our power zones. There's all five of us. There's Ryan, there's Aaron, there's Jay, and there's Ben. What a fucking weekend it's been, boys. How is everyone? We have formed the Megazoid. That's right. Yeah. How is everyone? Troy's just introing us and then we're binning him off in like two minutes time. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to wheel out a, a couple of power, uh, power, a couple of part-timers because it is WrestleMania after all. Yeah, my, <laughs> my granny who's the actual owner of the podcast is coming in for a couple of minutes but she's going to be 10 minutes over staying her welcome. So... <laughs> Ah, oh, Christ, it's, it's been a weekend. We've got Joe and Dan in the waiting room ready to come in just to <laughs> wheel out and just kick Troy and Ryan right out. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a lot of tired heads, there's a lot of hungover heads uh, on this week's episode. Um, you and Aaron and Ryan, you've been going since Thursday, haven't you, the, the collective yeah. stuff? Yeah. Um, I... I've been a tink all weekend. I'm still wearing the t-shirt I wore on Thursday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, absolute scat. I was able to get a shower and stuff every day, but it seems like he wasn't. I think it was Aaron's, Aaron's going to go straight to an ICW show tonight and still be like the cleanest person there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. It's disgusting. It's a good job this podcast isn't in 4D because they'd smell you. Um, right. Anyway, let's crack on. We're going we're gonna to go through nights one and two of this year's WrestleMania, um, what they dubbed the most stupendous ever. More on that later. Um, so night one, uh, there was a two-hour pre-show. There was fuck all that went on it, uh, apart from just lots of fucking recaps. Uh, but the opening match of the main show was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And that's all the Usos take on the team of uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. What do we think of this there, boys? So was this Boogs' WrestleMania debut? In it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of sucked for me because his leg exploded like three quarters of the match and we have yeah. to like change the finish. But yeah, that's like, a there was shame. a spot where he was like, I had to pick up both of you. So it was like, as soon as the second he jumped on his knee, he just went, nope. nope. <laughs> just... Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Um, the match itself, like it, it was, I say it's pretty short. I mean, obviously they, they changed the finish, I imagine, as a result of the injury. Um, do we think that the Usos would have won anyway had the injury not happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's always nice to see Nakamura, isn't it? You know, remind that he exists. It's good to see him. It's like proof of life at this point. You just, you just want to see him to know he's all right. <laughs> I mean, at least at least he's not hoofing AJ Styles in the dick anymore. True. That was a thing no. for a while. They, they've just they've just got him coming out dressed like a pack of tangy cheese Doritos instead. <laughs> he, should, he should come out with like the day's paper just to prove that he's like, okay. Joey Janela chased after him. Um... Yeah, it's a shame, obviously, the injury and, and, and it cut it short, but it wasn't too bad of an opener. Um, it was one of the matches I had 
the least interesting, but it was all right. I wouldn't Aaron, say it was a great opening match. No, no, not great. No, it was, it was no I, I mean, as a, as its position on the card, I think it was pretty badly placed. Yeah, I think nearly everything on the show was pretty badly placed, actually. Um, yeah, with the exception of maybe the opening yesterday, last night, okay. and the main events. Yeah, yeah. but I'll talk. About, I'll, I'll know more about that later as we go on. <laughs> no worries. Um, Aaron, you look like you're itching to give your score for this. Should we should we get straight to your, your individual scores for the match? Because that's what we do with pay-per-views, isn't it? But yeah, uh, um, if anyone's listening that doesn't know, for pay-per-views, I'm usually here for, with a story and, and it always causes arguments and it's it's fun, ain't it? Ain't it, boys? <laughs> what is it that makes I'm just going to nod and agree with whatever Aaron says. <laughs> <laughs> Put us out of our um, misery, mate. What do you give it? Opening match in 91, one star. This is out but, of five, by the way, not 10 people. Yeah, not not enough time. Um, this match was basically here because Usos needed on the card. And uh, as we've already stated, it's not the greatest first opening match of the two-night I mean, event. You, you say not enough time, but a guy's knee exploded. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't ask Boogs to another five aye, minutes. Aye, that's, <laughs> that's not my problem, is it? One wow. star. Wow. He's there, like, gripping his, like, yeah. ruined knee. Like, uh, actually, Boogs, you just can't use another five. You, you say that. Back in the day, Triple H fucking carried on with a torn quad for, like, aye. ten minutes in a match. Now look at him. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. oh wow. the takeover is right. They oh. are all pussies. They need to bring piss-soaked knights back in. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the fucking video games and the guitars. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, Ryan, out of five, the star rating. Starting with me? Yeah. I'll go for one as well. because it One was as well, shit. right. Cool. Is it, it one across shit. the board? Go on, Ben. Are you, are you rolling the dice for this one? Or is this going to um, come no, from... I'll, I'll, I'll say two. I'll tell you, it, okay. it, it, it probably would have been a two and a half if they'd have had another few minutes, but okay, they made the best of the bad situation, didn't they? So, yeah, fair enough. Jay, I'd say a one and a half. They had some good spots, but then obviously the the injury kind of like derailed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, like there, there was some good spots for when, like when they were building up to that injury spot. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. I feel if that hadn't have happened, it probably would have been a much better match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. Go with Tasty, I think I say two stars. Um, pretty much for the same reasons. Jesus, if I was the high water mark there, I was gonna be really concerned. Right, <laughs> right. You're gonna notice on these this review that we're gonna probably be at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of predictions, who went for the USOs on this one? I forget. Did most of you go for the USOs? I went with those. Yeah, uh, I can tell you that only Ryan and Jay went for those. Okay. Oh, team Jay and Ryan. I was dice, mate. You know, dice, was... dice all day. Dice <laughs> all I weekend. mean, you rolled the dice all weekend and still came second place out of us five and Joe. So... <laughs> <laughs> look for logic where there is none. That's what I'm <laughs> Next match of the night uh, was Happy Corbin against Drew McIntyre for the 763rd time. Uh, I think this feud's been going on for the better part of five, six months now. Hopefully this is it, because... Five, six months, too fucking long. Yeah. Man, do I not want to see this. Uh, However, I think we have seen the last of it based on a little bit of news that we can discuss later on um, after this recap. Um, Yeah, I I haven't really got much to say about this. It felt like every other... Match that they've well, had. Do you want to talk about the moment of the match? Like, Angie, Angie would be proud. I, I don't really want to talk about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Drew, <laughs> Come on, Drew, Ryan. Drew kicked out of End of Days for the first time ever. Yeah. 
that's the most protected move in it at the moment. And they fucking twice. wasted it on yeah. a match that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> saying that, now, saying that, like, they've really protected his move. They wasted it on a match that no one cares about. But are they ever going to put Corbin in a match that you do care about where it would matter that someone kicked out? I mean, he was wrestling Seth Rollins like 18 months ago, mate. Well, he was the last one to pin Roman Reigns. He was. He was. That's true. Do you remember Chris Masters' master lock? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> the exact same is going to happen now. Everyone's <laughs> kicking up the end of days. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, that I mean, that that is a big kind of talking point, if you like. As you say, it was the most sort of protected move going into the match. Probably wasted on this. Um, the match itself was a bit guff for me. We'll just go straight to the rating for it because there isn't really much to say about this in my opinion. Oh, wait, opinion. before we go, right, so I've, I've got this now, future direction for Baron Corbin. Now he's happy Corbin, he's rich and he's got all this money. Mm-hmm. What if, like, the reason that Drew kicked out at the end of the day is because he's gone soft like in Rocky Three, Right. And we're going to do some vignettes with, like, Corbin hanging out with a fucking robot. And, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring in, like, some old dude as, like, Mickey to, like, fucking toughen him back up. <laughs> and like he can run on the beach and shit, and we'll play like um, Eye of the Tiger, and we'll just do that whole thing basically. And it grow his hair back again, stop wearing a shirt so we can see his oh, no, no, belly button. No, never grow the hair back. That's, that's gone now. He's got to let that go. <laughs> and move away from the hair. That hairline is as fractured as his career path now. That hairline's wow. further back. That's not, that, that hairline's further back than Chichi. It's well, nice. Um. You want to go straight to the uh, to the scores then for it, Aaron? I'll come to you again first. Uh, same again, one star. What's the point in this match? Even I didn't care, and I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Stuart. you made Aaron hate Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you happy? Yeah, you made Aaron hate oh. Scotland. That that's does that not just sum it up realistically? Uh, one talking point we didn't mention as well was at the end, Drew McIntyre broke the ring. Oh yeah, I have no idea how they did that. By the way, with his mum, no idea how they made that happen because he he, it wasn't like in the corner; it was like in the middle of the ropes. But they were the same ropes they'd be using in the match, Mm. so I don't know how they made that work. Maybe Maybe he has a sword that he cut the rope with. It's it's not a prop sword; it's a real claymore. Yeah, but it's they're two steel ropes. Like, yeah, no, they were like, actual, actual ropes. You ever hit metal with other metal? It doesn't go through it like butter. No, it doesn't. It did break quite easily, didn't it? <laughs> um, about it. Jay, out uh, of five, one, one, cool. Okay. That's that's me being generous. Yeah, like, yeah. it's giving up. It's getting a one for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben, uh, an apathetic one point five. <laughs> what what tipped it over to one point five? Um, it was two, and then take up. It was two, then take half off for uh, my Capmas. Right, okay, cool. Just existing. Uh, <laughs> the 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 your mum joke on the build up stepped it up a bit. That's what it Ryan? Uh, I'll give it one and a half just because I really like Baron Corbin. Or Fair Harvey enough. Corbin. Fair or enough. you did anyway. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it uh, one. It was just, I've seen it a hundred times. There's nothing new in it for me apart from the kick out of End of Days. It, it was just a raw match. It, it was, was like, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was. And that's not a, that's not a, that's not a, a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what some people, you know what some people go, oh, it's, 
I'm saying that, but it's not a slight on this. That absolutely is a slight on Raw. Yeah, that, I mean, that as an insult. <laughs> Offence intended. Um, did we all have Corbin down for this? Uh, sorry, Drew down yes. for this is the word. Yes. Yeah. Everyone had Drew. Right, cool. Easy points there, easy points. Um, this match, I think, split a few people on who they thought was going to come away with a victory. Uh, tag match, team of The Miz and Logan Paul against the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic. Um, first of a couple of celebrity uh, matches on the card. Um, I dislike Logan Paul with a passion. However, I feel like he really impressed in this match. Yeah, I mean, this this was, as, at, to this point, this was the best match on the show so far. Mm-hmm. I thought, which is weird. But Ray, Ray's Ray, any you know, and Dominic's fine. And the Miz can move through a match without causing offence. So. <laughs> Apparently, three matches in is best match of the night so far with the Miz in it. <laughs> and Logan Paul was fine. He was, Logan Paul was fine. Yeah, he was, he, yeah, he was good. Top shit was, he, he hit that like Stephen Amell benchmark, didn't he? Which is like the, yeah. the, the, the sort of area you need to get to to be like acceptable. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, an yeah. athletic man anyway. So it's mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, as I say, top shit There was some. Some little knocks on like Eddie Guerrero. He did the three amigos, which looked really impressive. He hit a really impressive frog splash. Doing well. a little Eddie pose before the frog splash was a real yeah, nice man. touch. I enjoyed yeah. that. Really, really. Uh, good. Dominic had Eddie Gear on as well, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, showing well, yeah, showing, yeah, yeah. Um, showing props outfits. for his true dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Both of their, their entrance gear uh, and ring gear was really, really cool. Big fan of that. Um, yeah, I thought this was, as you say, like best match so far on the card. Um, yeah, Logan Paul really, really impressed. Everyone else did their stuff, like, you know, inoffensive. Um, has anyone else got any more comments or takeaways from this? I actually thought Dominic really impressed as well. Yeah, I thought Dominic looked really good, like, better than he's looked probably since he debuted. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've only ever seen him when he first started and he was pretty rough, but he looked good here. Yeah. Like, he looked fine. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Logan Paul's $6 million Pokemon card that he had around his neck. Fucking hell, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, one thing just to say about Dominic, and I, I think me and uh, Aaron spoke about this on the, the 2.0 review a couple of weeks ago, when the Mysterious just surprised motherfucker and showed up, I think that Dominic could really benefit from going to 2.0 and actually like carving a bit of a career like for himself there without being tagged along or having that kind of crutch that Ray is. And that's no slight, no offence, whatever sort of thing. But I think... <laughs> It's time for him to start breaking away, and I think 2.0 would he be a, a really good He needs to develop his own character, doesn't he? he yeah. Yeah. yeah, he literally had a one-on-one match against, I think it was Mendoza. It was Mendoza, yeah. And it, even though there's a lot of shithousery in the last couple of minutes because NXT. But, and Legato uh, just get involved and fuck <laughs> shit up. Yeah, um, it was a good match. I don't want to make this comparison like in a on, in like an in-ring sense because that's really fair, but if you compare like Dominic as a character to Hook as a yeah. character in AW, yeah. like Hook isn't just son of Taz. He has his own it's personality. His own he has his own mannerisms. Yeah, whereas Dominic is just, I am Ray's son. Yeah. 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 I think that's a really good comparison. Yeah, I agree. Maybe um, they could do what um, AW did with Hook then where they had him like building up to his debut and even I think still like to keep him kind of improving without having to keep having TV matches. They have him like do training matches like just literally for the eyes of like the trainers just to kind of see where he needs to improve. Well, since Hook's debut, they haven't had him with Team Towns at all. 
he's affiliated with them obviously, but they don't rely on Team Taz as his crutch to, to sort of establish yeah. him. They let him just be by, by himself all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Um, do you want to give our scores out of five? Whoever wants to go first. Two stars. Yeah. Because even yeah, two stars, because even though it was the best match of the night, it still wasn't fantastic. It was a bit lackluster. It's WrestleMania. Come on. Pull it out the bag. Uh, aye, two stars. Okay, fair enough. Jay? Two and, two and a half for me. I thought, as I say, Dominic really impressed me. Logan Paul was better than I think anyone thought he was going to be. Um, And Miz turned face at the end, which we all like to see. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing we actually just forgot to mention, that the face turned at the end. Um, so, uh, surprised by that, anyone? Is it a solid face turn though, or was it just to pop the boys? I, I think I think WWE, show? I think WWE wanted to put it out as like Miz Ten more heel. Yeah, but well, I, said you, I, 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 I said to you last night, Jay, like who's a face turn for? Is it a face turn for the Miz because he attacked Logan Paul, or is it a face turn for Logan Paul because he got attacked by the Miz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, tasty. Uh, I got two and a half as well. Like I said, it exceeded expectations, but expectations were like on the floor. So you know, yeah, yeah. fair, fair. Uh, and Ryan, yeah, it's, it's two and a half just for the same reasons. Yeah, looking impressed. That and yeah, that's a bit of yeah, agreed. Two and a half as well. Uh, Logan was a standout. Um, expectations were low; it exceeded them. Um, yeah, can't really see any more. Uh, I agree. Uh, predictions wise, who do we all go for there? Uh... Everyone but you and Joe picked Miz and Logan Paul to win. Nice. Uh, I picked Miz. I picked Miz and Logan Paul. That's what I said. Everyone. You said Joe. You said Joe. Uh, no, everyone but you and Joe picked Logan Paul and Miz. Oh right, I okay. Oh, I see. Pick. Sorry, my bad. Okay. My my, my Scottish slash English is a bit. Off. Your English is fucking off. off today. It's off today because, you know... Too much council. Too much council, pro plus, body, all the shenanigans in the one, are they? And no it, shower. It's been, it's been a no shower. And it's no been shower. a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Getting Raw, high off his own fumes. <laughs> Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair. Um, this, for me, was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, very hard-hitting quite frantic um lots of really cool spots uh false finishes really good really really enjoyed it uh, i agree with you mean jay were talking about the, the night it happened the, the start of it felt a little like frantic a little rushed uh mm-hmm. almost as if they, they weren't pacing it properly but this definitely felt like the first match of the night that actually tried to tell a story throughout the yeah. match and it actually yeah. tried to build some stakes during the match in the ring it didn't just feel like a series of events and then the finish like it felt like it was actually doing something so again as with the last match to this point best match of the night yeah absolutely yeah, I, I feel like they tried to cram too much in early on to the point where it almost felt sloppy mm-hmm. but yeah. obviously you can't p- play that into the storyline of oh yeah well they both wanted to like try and like do the whole oh yeah well quick victory and all that but there were, there were times where I felt like I hate the match a little bit. Okay. Anyone else got any any comments on it before we move on? Uh, 
well, star rating. <laughs> I hate to do it. Well, hang on. No one's got any more points, no? The, 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 right, the right winner? Yeah, well, right, yeah, right, 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 right winner. winner. Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. right winner. Yeah, yeah. And it's great to see Bianca standing tall again. A, a, a year on yeah. let's not talk about what happened in the middle she won it to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah no absolutely um shout out to to both of their their introductions as well uh entrances both really really cool that um, ar like augmented reality lips and hair is the fucking hot, worst thing i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> aside that from Eldritch those, horror that, that, was, that was a nightmare that was some fucking lovecraft <laughs> shit um yeah, the marching band that, that came out with Bianca were really cool uh, and then played her song along with the, the backing track. That was good. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. I feel well, it was... Was it so good, Troy, that you you love to see it on night two as well? Because <laughs> <laughs> we got a full recap of it on night oh, two. Oh, I see. <laughs> Just in case you hadn't watched night one. Yeah. yeah. Just in case you didn't catch up with it. For me, it felt like uh, it, it was the first match on the card that genuinely felt like it was a WrestleMania match. It didn't feel like yeah. something we'd see on Raw or a, a, a B C list mm. pay per view. Um, for me, it had a little bit of everything, and just I, I like that level of aggression that was in there, and, and everything felt like it was just like just really well placed. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, marks out of five, then five stars. What, what are you giving it first try? Me, yeah. Uh, I would give it three and a half. Right, okay, okay. Could go around last for this one because I feel that's going to be the top. Oh, oh, sure. oh god! <laughs> right. I I already know how like Aaron's going super low for this because he hates Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, okay, we'll we'll get to that in a minute, and I've I've got a point I'd like to discuss with you on that. <laughs> Not about Becky Lynch, because but Ryan. Just Aaron hating women in general. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. I give three. Yeah. Yeah. Decently match, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right winner. And yeah. We'll just we'll wait and see where, where do where does Becky go now? Where does Bianca go now? Mm. Tasty. Making, making a uh, yep. baby, I'd assume. Again, three stars. <laughs> uh joke match of the night for me. Mm -hmm. Jay? Yeah. Three, um, yeah, I feel like, as I say, the the pacing at the start of the match, if they had have kind of found it, their foot it, in a bit earlier, yeah, it felt it felt like it took them a little while to kind of find the pacing of the match, mm. and if they had have found it a bit sooner, I probably would have given it a little bit of a higher mark and enjoyed it more. But it did feel very kind of like rushed and disjointed at the start. Okay. Uh, finally, Aaron, go on. I, I hate to do it to myself, but I'm in the same ballpark as you. I've just I'm on two and a half for it. That's not the same ballpark, is it? Because everyone's giving it three. It's still <laughs> in the same area. Which not, is it? It's two closer two, than I thought. Two, two, yeah, two, two and a half is right near three. Right <laughs> <laughs> like next door to three. I I was fully expecting him to give it a one or something just because yeah. it had Becky Lynch in it. So he. I hate Aaron, to do it to myself, on. but I, I gave it a two and a half because it was so far the best match of the night. It wasn't great. Becky Lynch done her usual shtick that we don't love to see. Um, cool. Yeah, okay. two and a half. So, average. So, 
it's it's evident you don't you, you've been very vocal about not liking Becky Lynch. Hey. With her being in a match, regardless who the who the opponent is, does it automatically make the match for you less because she's in it? Uh, do you do uh, you not no, because do, the ma- this match wasn't spectacular? No, 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 no. It was I'm, okay. I'm not saying it was, but what I mean is like it almost seems like a prerequisite. You know, if Becky Lynch is in a match, you're automatically ready to give it a low score. I'm always going in with the expectation it's going to be a zero. So I'm giving myself <laughs> I'm giving myself high hopes. I mean, I mean we, we all literally did this with Happy Corbin earlier. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Except for Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Ryan went in expecting it to be a five-star banger. <laughs> no, I didn't expect that, but I like Corbin. He's got a good moveset. He does great character work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. We'll move on. Cody Rhodes, surprise motherfucker against Seth Rollins. Legitimate surprise. Legitimate surprise, Cody Rhodes. Come on. Cody Rhodes even said himself, oh yeah, it was the worst kept secret in wrestling. He did. He did. He did. (laughs) What do you think about it, though? Did you like it? Uh, I would have put this at the start of the show. Really? Imagine, imagine if WrestleMania kicks off and then Seth, Seth music hits, everyone yeah. would go fucking nuts. Because it's what everyone's, that, it's the big thing everyone's looking forward to. That would have heated the crowd up something like ruthless. And it, it did, it did heat the crowd up when Seth came out. But would have like, been oh, quite dead for the rest of the show. It's insane, insane that if you've heard well, no, because the, up, next, they the next three matches, which is the first three matches, you just send them out to die, which they did anyway. So. I mean, yeah, yeah the, 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 queue, the queues for the toilets would have been massive. So you've got three matches to stand in it. Are you saying? Are you saying you'd be worried that Seth versus Cody would have taken all the heat off from Drew and Happy Corbin? <laughs> I suppose. I mean, they literally, they literally started the show with three filler matches. Yeah, true. Yeah, you never start with filler. No, start hot. You start hot, and then you put your filler in. And then you go, oh, another hot match. <laughs> So Cody coming back with with everything he had in AEW uh, entrance all the music, bells and whistles. No, no live downstate. The, the only the only the only negative. Uh, don't worry about it. No live downstate. <laughs> yeah, the, the ring gear, the, the the name, the fucking the the tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> we have the we have the, the AR nightmare for tattoo. Yeah, above the arena. Oh. Yeah, and and banners all across it across AR as well with like the nightmare thing on. He had the whole full Homelander entrance. To be, to be fair, if he didn't have the fucking logo all over the place, how would you cover that up on his neck? <laughs> I think it's just there now. You can't get rid of it. It's like one thing, part of want, his character. The only thing I would want to see would have been a longer cape. <laughs> yeah. I wanted a cape to be like still coming out while he was in the ring. <laughs> like a train on a wedding dress. Yeah. He had a really long one in, in one of his AW matches. I can't remember which one it was, but it was fucking ridiculous. I wanted that back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought this was was a fantastic match. I, I put in the Discord after it had finished, it was kind of almost like the, the perfect kind of WrestleMania match. You had you had a big return, you had a really good story in there, you had a clear face and a heel, some really big spots, false finishes, like just Everything was really good. Story here is they were kind of, in my eyes, they were very much the equal. And there was neither one of them could find that kind of chink in the armor. And, and they were so evenly matched. Um, the crowd hyped up, like every kind of little spot and stuff. Really, really good. Really, really enjoyed it. And this is from someone that doesn't really like Cody Rhodes or 
anymore. Him in that high regard, but you you can enjoy this. This was to my point earlier, Aaron, when I was saying about Becky Lynch and asking you whether knowing that a particular person is in a match that you dislike, you know, is it automatically set your, your expectations lower or, you know, you're looking forward to it less. And whilst I said, yes, it's a surprise. It was the worst kept surprise, worst kept secret. I had a, a fair idea it was going to be him going in, but it didn't stop me enjoying the match. And I enjoyed it probably a lot more than, than I expected. Yeah, I think the surprise was more of not that it was Cody. It was that he had all the bells and whistles with him. That was cool. Yeah, I think really that's good. what the surprise of it was. Mm, they it, had everything. Got a set of Star Wars costume on fire. It's probably just, just like <laughs> just burnt yeah. it with a flamethrower. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it it was. I mean, th- this is the first like big kind of move from AEW to WWE. So it's the setting of a standard. As I've said multiple times now, Cody sees himself as Flair jumping from WCW to WWF in the nineties with this. Mm. Um, and they presented Flair like he's the only other person they've ever presented as like being a huge deal, just coming straight in mm-hmm. from like a rival company. And they did the same with Cody. They gave him yeah. all the bells and whistles. Fair play to them. Rollins um, for me felt like the perfect opponent for him as well. Like, yeah, you, you uh, put him against yeah. anyone currently in there. Like, absolutely, Rollins. Yeah, can pull can pull a good match out of his ass anytime yeah. he wants. Um, also, the fact that like one of Cody's last big feuds in WWE before he left was um, the one with him and Goldust feuding with um, Roman and Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, had, it added a little bit of story, but not so much mm-hmm. that like Cody overthought it, which uh, was something that we spoke about in the brewery, wasn't it? Like, um, mm. Don't ask Rock Goldust, though. No. <laughs> um, but but the, the fact that like when Cody can like is going into a match with not loads of story behind it that's probably where he thrives the most because he can then create the story in the ring yeah yeah Yeah, as opposed to if he's got the story going into it it's almost like he overthinks it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean they've certainly made we were talking about like a lack of people at the top of the card they've certainly made cody feel like a huge deal yeah it's it's not often they decide to bring like debut someone at WrestleMania over the night after WrestleMania. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't remember the last time that happened actually. Hardy's. Was it? Yeah. Hardy's, yeah, Hardy's. Yeah. Hardy's return. Last time they did it. Yeah. 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 Now it was this was grand like there was some really nice there was some little bits in there where they were clearly kind of taking some jabs at the AEW and I think there was a line Seth said welcome back to the big leagues bitch or something like that. Um there were a few little bits I picked up on commentary that may or may not have come across like they were jabs, but I won't read too much into that. There were some nice little callbacks in the match. There was a bit where kind of gave a nod to shedding his skin from the, the Stardust character where he did the cartwheel and, and the thing across the face. Uh, there was a lovely nod to his dad with the bionic elbow. That was really cool. Um, it's all the kind of signature like offense and maneuvers. Um, there was a really good spot, I remember, with... Uh, was it like a dragon sleeper off the top rope that Rollins hit mm. on Cody? Is really good. Mm. Um, several um, what they call crossroads. Uh, Cody Cutter, the 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 nightmare kick or the the thingy kick he does. He leaps up off the rope. Disaster, disaster, disaster kick. kick. Disaster kick. That's okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just everything like it was all in there. Really, really good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and of course, Cody won. Uh, rightly so, so in this situation. 
some would say he was dashing through the match to get all his moves in. <laughs> there was no uh, smoke and mirrors no. used there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, this this was great. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Mark's out of five, boys, unless you've got any more points you want to add to it before we go to that. No? No, Cody came in hot. Uh, this is my match of night one. Uh, four stars. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, four stars. Is everyone four unanimous stars. with four stars? Or uh, I'll, I'll go three. I think it's on, 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 on for different reasons on a par with the match before it. Okay. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say four. Yeah. Yeah, Cody and Seth was by far. Uh, I would yeah. also say for like I said right at the start for me this is kind of it's the perfect Wrestlemania match had everything ticked all the boxes for me um, yeah thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it so yeah I'm going to give it a four as well um, we'll move on and we'll go to the Smackdown Women's Championship match and that was Charlotte Flair defending the title against Rowdy Ronda Rousey in a match that Ric Flair called Rumble. the greatest women's match of all time through his whiskey tinted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> usually the matches he sees are usually mud fighting. On a- <laughs> uh, um, he, he, he would have given up higher star if he could have done just one sexual harassment. Just one. <laughs> just one. I have some big issues with this match. Right. We'll Uh-oh. get to you straight away then, mate. I, I just think I just think Ronda is not good. Okay. This Come is on. like the, especially the, she she was the worst thing in the triple threat match for years back, and she stunk this match out like real bad. Okay. Uh, to be fair, I, I'd be inclined to agree with Dee on this. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't. She, she wasn't. She wasn't good in a triple threat match, and the singles match only over only exposed him more mm. as not being a very good worker. I mean, even she, like, even Charlotte couldn't make, try as she put my even Charlotte, probably one of the best women's wrestlers on the roster, couldn't make her look good. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyone else got more on that particular point, like Rousey's performance as a whole and then uh, performance generally and then the match as a whole? Well, we, we can talk about after the match if you really want to. Well, talk about the match. If there was nah, anything in there no, you... no one wants to do that, though. Also, it's, it's really funny that they put Ronda Rousey in the de facto piss break match. Yep. <laughs> um, one thing I will um, say, this, and I said it before the match and I said it during the match and I'll say it now, should have been a submission match. And I know that they're probably going to revisit this and they may make it that, but this should have been a submission match because I think it would have made it a little bit more interesting. There'd have been a bit more of a dynamic. They never do submission matches. I think that could have, it wouldn't necessarily have made it miles better. It wouldn't have made Rousey's performance any more compelling, maybe for for the likes of Tasty, who who doesn't see her as, as a great worker. But I think given that the whole story going in was, I've never been tapped out. I've never been tapped out. Blah, 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 blah. We've both got submissions that are really fucking good. Like, just... And the finish wasn't even yourself. a submission. This, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if Ronda was meant to lose, right, why would Ronda go, well, Lesnar doesn't ever tap out since coming back from the UFC. Oh, Ronda, you ain't, Ronda you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't no fucking Lesnar, do you? Why, 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 <laughs> why would I tap out? Why would I tap out if I'm like the greatest women's UFC fighter in history? Um, she though? I, 
Well, I, they, she's the biggest name, isn't she? She's the biggest she's, name. They, that's they, how she'd see herself. They built a she'd, division around her. She's yeah, she's yeah but they all fairly... they also fed so, uh, so sewer, and then when someone good came in, soon as Holly Holm came in, it was like, oh, actual boxer, Ronda shit. Misha <laughs> 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 Tate comes in, oh, actual good MMA fighter, Ronda shit, and Ronda fucking cries because she lost two matches because she fucking can't handle failure. Um. Which was why she walked from WWE in the first place. Uh, mm. I disagree with the submission match thing because you look at the submission transitions they were doing and they were god awful. In particular, the one where Charlotte was trying to trying her hardest to give Ronda a leg from the natural selection, and Ronda oh, just she, didn't know. She was Ronda shaking didn't know her what leg, she wasn't was she? Doing. She was like, "Yeah, take the fucking leg." Yeah, I picked up on that. I this for me was comfortably the worst match on the card. We had Corbin and Moss. I, I would say I Corbin and Drew. Jay, sorry, Jay. I would say this is the only match on the card that under delivered. Yeah, yeah. But the only the only reason I'm I'm marking it higher is because I won money on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. If I hadn't have put bet money on Charlotte Flair to win this, like I do every fucking year, <laughs> I would have been even more angrier. Lads, they blew the fucking women's rumble on this match. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Never bet against Charlotte Flair. I didn't. I, keep I won money you. on it. <laughs> ah, well, the predictions say that I'm everyone, sorry. including myself, <laughs> run the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about Sky Bet, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, never bet against Charlotte Flair. How long have we done this podcast? And how long have I said this? <laughs> and look what happens. You'll never <laughs> learn. Who, 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 who did you pick them, mate? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> did. Um, the finish of the match actually came off the back of a, a big boot, didn't it? Because there was the... I thought it was a submission. It wasn't. It was just a big boot to the face. Well, there was, was a, that really unnecessary ref bump. So there was a little have... ref bump at the end that just did so, not... So they could have Charlotte tap without tapping. Yeah. 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 Nonsense. Yes. Um, out of five, then. Because it sounds like it's been fucking low from everyone. <laughs> 1. 1.5. 1. 1.5. Right, okay. Ben, do I dare Yeah, ask? I'll go with that. I was going to say one, but I think Charlotte like tried her best here. <laughs> okay. It, she, it she gets deserves. an extra It gets an extra one because I won money on it. It gets an extra 0. 0.5 because Ronda lost. She can fuck, <laughs> she can fuck off again now. Okay. Uh, Ryan? Half a star. Did not care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Ryan's gone straight for the jugular there. <laughs> it was shit. It just, <laughs> plain and simple. It was shit. Okay. Um, Jay, have you given your score yet? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah 1.5. 1.5. Okay. Uh, Aaron. Uh, surprisingly, I've not got the lowest rating on this. <laughs> uh, Charlotte tried to save it. It was pants. But Charlotte tried her best. Fuck Ronda Rousey. Uh, one and a half. It, it was placed wrong on the card as well because it came after Cody and Seth. The crowd's dead after that. Just. What yeah. it, was, it, was, it was the piss break match. It was fine. It was yeah. break. Well, technically, the way they had it scheduled, this was technically the main event before <laughs> things oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah. the main event. It was the last match on the card. Yeah. Two, two very different things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, was it? I thought for the most part it was pretty dull. I was pretty bored. Credit to Charlotte 
for really, as you a couple of you said, really trying to kind of pull, like drag this match up, kicking and screaming to something, you know, passable or not entertaining, but just worth watching. Um, I didn't really have much interest in this before the start. I felt the last five minutes, or so, aside from the unnecessary ref bump, the last five minutes were all right, but still not enough for it to get any more than a two for me. I'm going to give it one and a half. Can I, before we move on, can I just, just call you me one second? Oh, God. Oh, shit. He's telling Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just said Charlotte was shite. Oh, God. <laughs> Ben's fiance Sarah is a massive. You go. So Sarah, Sarah, who fucking loves Charlotte Flair like more than anything else in the world, more than me probably, um, said two point five, and that's how shit Ronda was in this match. Wow, okay. she made Sarah yeah. go from like loving Charlotte, everything Charlotte does, to giving this like half marks, an wow. average score. Yeah. <laughs> um, and last for night one was a main event episode. WrestleMania main event episode of the Kevin Owens show with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which turned into a fucking match, which I think some of us were unsure. Well, we were all unsure what it was going to be. We knew there was going to be some physical altercation, but not necessarily a full-blown match. I think the giveaway was when they both came out in their ring gear. Um, But still, it was uncertain as to what that would be. It ended up being a no-holds-barred match, um, which I think given Austin having not wrestled for the better part of 20 years, obviously with the, the the well-documented neck, back, knee problems, I think that's the best sort of match type that could kind of protect him there. Um, this, like me and Joe were excited as fuck for this. I don't know about anyone else. We kind of just felt like school kids watching it again. It was cool to see him back. I don't think he looked bad at all. It was pretty fun. What did you guys think? He wasn't. As obviously he he's you know let's, we've got to look at the facts here. He's fifty-seven years old. He hasn't wrestled in nineteen years. He was moving around a little bit like a badly animated video game character. <laughs> <laughs> like the there weren't too many frames of animation in the knees. Frames of animation in the knees. It was probably as good as it could have been. Um, I think it definitely had a ceiling. <laughs> I think it hit that ceiling, but it it, it still had a ceiling. Yeah. Uh, it should be noted as well, I didn't say beforehand, um, the Seamus and Ridge Holland versus uh, the New Day match was cut for time. Yes, mm-hmm. because they had to, be. they, to preview every, every single, single match, match from tomorrow night. <laughs> Don't even, worry about though it. even though they'd shown the previews for every single match on the two-hour pre-show prior to this, they had to show it in between every match. So yeah, that was cut for time. That and you were talking just before we go back into the, the, the Kevin Owens and Stone Cold match, you were talking about placement of matches. So bearing in mind that was cut for time and New Day Sheamus and, and Ridge Holland was meant to be just before this. So after Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, how do you feel about that placement as a match? Um, given what the match ended up being, it probably wasn't the right place. <laughs> right. Not Nothing was following Stone Cold. No. No. Ah. Okay. Fair. So, yeah. The, the the match itself then um you mentioned a few points there tasty did anyone else some uh any highlights was, any standouts anything it was a fun on? match and austin taking that suplex on the concrete was about that made me wince yeah yeah but it was fun it was fun nostalgia is a great thing isn't yeah. it? 
Yeah, it is. I, I would like to say the um, the, cam- the camera work for this entire show was god awful. Oh, did In this match in particular, there was a bit where Owens was stomping, getting stomped in the corner by Colston, and they were literally cutting the camera every like stomp twice per stomp, like yeah. fucking human vibrator. Kevin Dunn was just <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was hitting buttons like he was playing Guitar Hero in the truck, like. like <laughs> Camera cuts were fucking constant. Like he was playing international track and field. Fucking maybe bags. that's what maybe that's what his controller is. Is like the Guitar Hero controller, and each button's <laughs> like a camera, and he's just strumming for when it changes. <laughs> it was diabolical. It was giving. It was making me like legitimately nauseous. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it really was like fucking hell. Because so, they were doing like reverse, they were swapping like they were quick swapping to reverse angles, which is like the one rule of television you don't swap like mm-hmm. past the invisible line. You draw yeah. a line halfway down the ring and you don't yeah. swap past that line because mm-hmm. it makes people feel fucking sick if you do yeah. it. And they were doing yeah. it like every all the time, point seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was that the whole like show, like both nights were hard to watch for the, that reason. Like, especially obviously given the fact that. We're tired. We're, we've had a few alcohols, a couple of shandies, and they're like switching the camera. And it's like, oh yeah, that's the thing I want after a few beers: motion sickness. Um, <clears throat> it was also there's the police coming to arrest Kevin Dunn for crimes against uh... crimes against television. <laughs> television. <laughs> <laughs> there were also numerous times during the show on both nights where during a during a pin attempt, they would cut to the crowd on two. Yes, and it's like, one that, giveaway. That that's how in. do you give away? That's not the finish. Yeah, and two, yeah. what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's not get bogged down with shitty production. Like, let's try and get back to the match itself. Well, For me, this this was it was entertaining. Are, are you are you putting your rose tinted glasses on there, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna take them off when I get to my star rating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like a fucking newsreader from the 70s <laughs> talking about a war. Um, yeah, I, I thought this, again, I was really worried about, well, for two reasons. One, that it wasn't going to live up to Stone Cold. I think it, they protected them really well. Like, mm. they, they, there was there was times where, like, I was saying to, I was saying to Ben where he looked like he, he wasn't, you could tell he hadn't done it for 20 years. Mm. But at the same time, like they they managed to like c- cover it well. As soon as he took that first bump, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, they're actually doing a match." Like mm. I, I was I, the other thing I was worried about was he was just literally going to squash Kevin Owens like in about yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um. I mean, this went whereas, for I think it was like 15, 16 minutes or something. Thirteen fifty-five. I've got thirteen fifty-five. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like they they managed to they did like the brawl through the crowd. They brawled up to the stage. Did the cool spot with the. Uh, the, the quad bike, uh, quad bike. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, as I say, I, th- I think this was better than anyone expected it to be. I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope this is his actual last match, though. I, I do not want him to wrestle again. Yeah. Not on the slightest. In um, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Don't. No. Do it. No. Thank Fucking you. Hell. No. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, Ryan, have you got anything <laughs> on this? No, I, I, like I said, it was a fun match. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. That was it, it was cool. I don't want them to fight again. No, I don't at all. No. Um that's what done. What was nice about like there was a couple of things I gotta mention in the, the the preamble before the match got started and Austin saying that he had his first match in Dallas and you know he could have and I'm sure this will be his last one. That was a nice little nod. 
I remember seeing um, the day before Kevin Owens put out on his Twitter a little video sort of out of character and, and being genuinely kind of taken aback and, and um, shot that he was able to kind of have a match against his childhood hero at WrestleMania in a main event. So I thought that was really nice to see as well. I think there was such a generation of kind of fans in the crowd to be able to see Austin at Mania in Texas as well. Like I was saying earlier on about the Cody and um, what's his name? Cody and Rollins match. Like whilst this wasn't, you know, a fucking five star, it wasn't this, that and the other. It had a lot of ingredients to be what a WrestleMania match is. Like it, it had some moments, it had some nostalgia. There was something for everyone in there. Like send the fans home happy. That's exactly what this did. So yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And then afterwards, celebrating with everyone. I think his brother got in the ring, had a beer with him. Drops Byron Saxon with a stunner. That was nice. More on that later. There's more uh, stunners. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron looks like he's pacing about to drop a hot take here. <laughs> I'll let you get on with um, it then. Go on, take your glasses <coughs> off. Shit all over it. Rose tennis sunglasses, boys. As the joke was said earlier, you, you sort of ruined the bet, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, it, it started off the pop bang in one and a half stars for the pop itself. Get on you, Stone Cold dude, do 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 Another half a star. There you go. Stone Cold catchphrases. Another half a star. There you go. Stone Cold stunner doing it. Another half a star. Keep going. Right. Uh, minus half a star for the 10 minutes of Kevin Owens speaking on the mic. So unnecessarily long. Do you remember when a match got pulled off this card for the whole 10 minutes of Kevin Owens speaking <laughs> shite about Texas? Me too. <laughs> uh, uh, the match was, as Tasty said, it had a roof uh, on it. There's no way it was exceeding it. Fair enough. It was a bang average. Okay. Well done. And again, like this whole weekend at WrestleMania, nostalgia's good. It's just a shame they tried to drag it out 10 minutes too long every single time. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so the match itself went too long. I think the preamble, the chat went way too long. Yeah, like yeah. the match was, they went on a brawl. Fair. Yeah, there, yeah. there wasn't. So, I'm, all f- I'm all for a wrestling match without much wrestling in it. That's not the issue. Mm. <laughs> Jay, what have you got to say, mate? So, wait, so Aaron, are you, are you saying it was two and a half stars? Two and a half stars, by okay. average. That's 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 fair. Um, yeah. I, I was I was going to give it three and a half, and more of it is down to the nostalgia of it, where it it wasn't like... I mean, it, Austin looked great. He looked better than I thought he was going to. They, they they protect them well. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors to protect them. Um, that being said, I think it just the actual cool factor of seeing Stone Cold doing something like that is what kind of like raises it up for me. Um, like it, even though like I've said before, I don't want him to have a match. I don't want him to wrestle. I don't want him to ruin like that like lasting image I had of his actual last match, which was Rock and Austin at Mania 19. Was proper last match, not not as not the other one. Don't worry about it. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that I felt like a kid watching wrestling again for about ten minutes of that show. Yeah, I agree. There was a couple of spots in the match that I forgot to mention. There was the spot where KO had the chair 
and he went to smack it off the back of Austin and it bounced up off the ropes into the face. I think Lance Storm just said, I didn't think I'd see anyone do that spot better than Kurt Angle. A little throwback to, to a while ago. Um, Austin cracking beers whilst wrestling and just strutting around the ring, having a beer, putting it down on the side, stomping a few mud holes and coming back. It was also pretty fun. Uh, Ryan, did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. From bell, yeah. from bell to bell, it was a good match. Didn't need to touch the, the site beforehand. And then they had a bit of off. Typical Austin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gave us what we wanted. That's what yeah. that's what we wanted and that's what we got. Simple. Ben? I I'll give it two and a half, just two and a half. in the middle as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I'll go two point seven five to be contrarian. Um Ooh, okay. it was it was perfectly acceptable in Thims. Yeah. Yeah. Stone Cold did Stone Cold things. What more do you want? Except maybe something that's going to advance some sort of storyline. But you know. <laughs> uh Jay, what did you say? Was it I said three and a half, and yeah. it has to say a start. It got an extra star just for the fact that it, like, it was the only thing on the show that actually took me out of mm. my cynicism. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to give it three and a half. On reflection, three point two five. Um, it was just nice to kind of be taken back a little bit. That nos- that word nostalgia keeps getting used, um, but it, it it was nice. There was some nice little nuances in there. Um, so yeah. That just was... say, just say quickly before you move on. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from, but like with the whole sort of Marvel, Star Wars, DC nonsense that's going on in the world at the moment, I've become very cynical about weaponized nostalgia. So that's True probably why I'm, probably why I'm marking it a little bit lower. Fair enough. Fair that's enough. Fair. Um, just before we quickly move on to night two, do you want to give night one an overall rating, or do you want to give the pay, like both nights an overall? Yeah, I'll give it a ring. Yeah. Separate nights, yeah. I'll go Separate five. Nights. Five, okay. Out of ten. Okay. Not, not like five stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? It's in Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I'd say five out of ten. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Five out of ten as well. Uh, wasn't uh, the best, but wasn't the worst. It's bang average. Yeah. Uh, uh, on average, counting the numbers, it's a four. Okay. Mm. We'll get to the worst with this type two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give this six. And this was before we talk about it, but I'll say it now infinitely the better night over the two. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. What? No. What? No. What? You think night two was better? I will get to it. Okay, boys. we'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. There was there was more for me on this than there was on the other one. I had more takeaways from this than I did night two. Um, the two best matches on night one were better than the two best matches on night two. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of night two, we'll move on. Uh, Triple H opens the show. Um, obviously, announces retirement uh, last week. Comes out, thanks the crowd, welcomes into WrestleMania, uh, and leaves his boots in the middle of the ring, uh, which is a nice little touch. And then the opening match is the Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, Triple Threat, uh, the team of the Street Profits, uh, RK Bro, and the Alpha Academy. So for me, you can have a tag team opener. This is how you do a tag team opener. Hard agree. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. This, I said I said to Jay when this came out, I said this is the perfect opener. Because yeah. it's yeah. just mm. 10 minutes of just flippy boy nonsense. And then yeah. Otis comes in and just very nearly hurts people. <laughs> yeah really good really really good just frantic non-stop like didn't slow down like exactly what 
a show opener should be a pay-per-view opener, a mania opener, multi-man tag match. Really, really fun. Um, Aaron, Ryan, Jay, you enjoy it? Yeah. I uh, thought, as I say, uh, with, with Big Tasty, it was the perfect match to open the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, and it, they've, they've done, um, I, I was telling Ben before, they did the, like a similar match, but instead of Street Profits, it was Rollins and Owens a few weeks oh, ago yeah. on Raw. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that, like, I actually went and, went and sought that one out because I heard it was good and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that one was probably, that sounded like it probably would have been better than this one, to be fair, but it was, but not much better. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was still, this was really good. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just fun, just silly fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, anywhere else? Uh, I'll, um, it was a good opener. It was, it was so much better tonight. One's opener. Like, yeah, hundred percent. A lot faster paced. A lot. I mean, no one's knee exploded or whatever in this match. I mean, if you, if you, Aaron, if, if you want pace, if you want pace, excuse me, just hang on because they're coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming. That train's never uh, late. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if in doubt, Randy Orton, eh? Hey, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the finish was quite cool. I like that. They had Ford up on the top rope, and then Riddle surprises him, hits him with the RKO off there. Yeah. And then we had Gable on the other side, although a little bit contrived. Orton's just stood there waiting for him to come down to hit it, yeah. but still mm. looks it's impressive. Like, I'm going to do a dive on Randy Orton, who's got his back to me. This is not going to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> still, though, credit where credit's due to catch a man midair and do that. Even if you know it's coming, like you know, it looks obvious. Like it's still impressive, and it, it was a cool finish. Um, I'll give you my score first, and then we'll go around. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid three. Great opener. Multi-man tag matches are fun. Uh, WWE tend not to put as much emphasis on their tag division, at least I feel. Um, but this felt like it. It had a decent amount of time. Hit all the right spots for me. So yeah, three. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Three because it was just a great opener. It's fast paced the whole time. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you want from an opener. Yeah. And yeah, like Aaron said, it's better than night one's opener. Yeah, for sure. Who else? Yeah, I'll go two and a half just because it would have been three, but the format of the match was fucking bonkers. So it's a triple threat match. So there's no DQs, but people are still tagging in. Why not just get in, batter the shit out of people? Because you can't get disqualified. <laughs> there needs yeah. to be some form of semblance. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it ends up like the clusterfuck. <laughs> I I will hear no bad thing about that. I didn't say it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm agreeing with Tasty. I've put it down as two and a half. Solid opener. Um, there was storyline going into it, unlike really the first. A lot match. of other matches. A lot of other matches as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and what having Randy Orton in the opening match sort of elevates it a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Jake, so there you go. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a three. Uh, I thought it was at some. It had some really fun spots. It was a really good opener, and it it gets an it gets the extra point five from the up from two point five because it was placed perfectly on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have got more if they knew what they were doing with multi man, well, multi person matches. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Um, who did we mention the predictions for the last few? Um, oh, the, the dice fuck me on this one. Like, absolutely. 
Uh, I had a solid night two compared to night one, that's for sure. (laughs) You'd already scored better after like two matches than you did the previous night. (laughs) Uh, I think I went for Street Profits on this. Uh, Yeah, the only people that went RK Bro is me and Jay because, as we said in our preview, if, if in doubt, Randy Orton. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we move on. Uh, the match that makes tasty hate hoss fights in WWE. It was <laughs> Big Bobby Lashley against even bigger Omos. The audacity. The, au- the audacity to serve this up two days after Will Hobbs versus Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> serve it up. <laughs> uh, right, it's okay, like when, when, you, when you ask your mum, like, can we have hoss fights? She's like, no, we got hoss fights at home. This is the hoss fights at home. <laughs> Oh dear, not a fan of it then, no. Nothing for you here. No redeeming This was diabolical. (laughs) This was probably the worst wrestling match I've seen for 18 months. Wow, I got whoa. Okay, what was the worst wrestling match before this one? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) probably the Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy concussion match. Was that a bad match or was it just because there was the concussion? Was the match? I mean, itself... they made Matt Hardy climb the fucking pylon with a concussion. Oh, okay. I mean, that's it just was... stupidity. That's not. A bad <laughs> it made me and Jay thing. like legitimately not enjoy the rest of the show. It was that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it ruined two matches that we'd really been looking for. We were like, to. and we were happy drunk going into that match. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we were. Yeah, because it just made us really upset. Yeah, it was a bit rough. At that, the time. that was the first weekend of the podcast as well. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, there was a bit of story going into this in that Amos hadn't been beaten. It had been going on a bit of a tear. Forward again, they gave the fucking story away. Though, like the whole point, the whole thing of this match was Amos is immovable. Yeah, Bobby Lashley knocked him down before the sh- before, before the, the show. Yeah, well, that's not give his warning on what was going to happen. Yeah, on the Good preview, you did, didn't you? You said, did I not say? What did you say? For, the, for those who didn't listen to the preview, what did you say, mate? Almost was getting great car lead. We're a year in, and that's it. It's gonna now be we're like, getting kiss cam over. He's going to come out on Monday with a kiss cam. That's it. It's fucking game over. We'll go back next to him, like, you know, for the for the dynamics. And, like, that's yeah. it. It's all, it's all over. <laughs> um, one, one positive for me out of this match, and it was hard to pull a positive out of it, it's just nice to see Bobby Lashley back, and he seems over as fuck. Yeah, he's a lot Lashley. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember a time where he was just generic man. Yeah, seems yeah. Like a bit more about like I, I I enjoy having Lashley on my screens now. Although, where's MVP? I was about to ask where was MVP? Didn't yeah. isn't he getting knee surgery? Okay, we'd already had it. Remember was he getting the hurt business? Does anyone remember the hurt business? Oh, is, isn't he out with <laughs> knee surgery? Ah, uh, maybe. Um, I'm going to come to your marks out of five. Tasty, go on, because you were so you were so vocal to kick this match off. Minus one star. Wow! <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, this, ain't, this ain't no Meltzer fucking scale. Yeah. Wait, wait. Just, just you wait. The scale's getting broken again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Ryan. It was a match, so. One. <laughs> a bell rung, so is that one. Because, is that because it, just because it fulfilled its contractual obligations of having a beginning yeah. and an end? It had a beginning and an end. It wasn't a screw end, so give it a one. Okay, Jay? Zero. Zero. Okay. 
Fine. Aaron? <laughs> One and a half. What? What? That's One generous. <laughs> right, justify yourself, please. <laughs> One and a half. Show me you're working. Come on. Show me you're working. <laughs> half, half a star for Lashley winning. Half a star for it actually being a match. <laughs> right, we're half going that because is really tall. <laughs> and half a star for the backward spear, which was pretty cool. Not the even first the only, time. Not, not even the only backward spear of the night. Okay, <laughs> no, which was pretty cool the first time. Also, half, half, half a star for Bobby Lashley tackling Amos, thinking he had a good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it one star. Uh, half a star because. Bobby Lashley's back, and that was nice. And he filled contra- contractual obligations by being in a match. The other half a star goes to Bobby Lashley as well for getting right back up from having his head twatted off the turnbuckle and just shaking yeah. it off like it was absolutely nothing. So it's fair like play there. Terribly unsafe worker, isn't it? Well, there's that as well. Uh, <laughs> move swiftly on to whoo-hoo, anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. This was like bat shit crazy, and I literally the match of the night. Yeah, because it was, was a weekend. It was it was actually fun, which it is something super, most yeah. of the show forgot how to do. Was yeah. be fun. Yeah, this it had everything and everything you expected and more. Stupid props, stupid traps, all the jackass guys coming in. Fuck, popped hard for Party Boy. They Aaron nearly wet himself for fuck's sake. They had a giant hand. They had a fucking a foot on a fucking on a swing to kick him in the bowels. They had a giant mouse trap. They had a table covered in mouse traps. They had a fucking taser. They had pyrotechnics on the fucking ring post. <laughs> like just absolute nonsense. But ultimately hilarious and And you say you don't like an easy match, just try. Mate, this this shits all over any Anita match. Don't at me. This is, this is just Anita with production values and a budget. <laughs> this is just Anita if he doesn't have to buy all the shit himself. Yeah, it's, it's Anita without a twenty minute crying monologue at the end. Ah, <laughs> uh, what what did what did you guys think? Only down, only slight downgrades I can give it. I would have liked to have seen more of like the the core Jackass guys involved. Steve-O. Mm. Like no Steve-O, no Preston. Yeah. Um, they had those jobbers, the Jackass Jobber crew in the crowd, like fucking Tremaine. Who the fuck cares about Jeff Tremaine? Jeff Tremaine. <laughs> like, I mean, he's he's the producer of the whole thing. He's yeah, but, you know, yeah, but you're not you're not clamoring for him to do the fucking bit with the alligator bites his knob, are you? No, you're not fucking Steve <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I'm not clamoring for anyone to have that done, if I'm honest. But yeah. <laughs> Remember when uh, Jeff Tremaine tried to have a um, version of Punk with Dolph Ziggler? It was shit. Yes. Christ. No, I don't remember. But yeah, that, the only, only thing that would have made this better is if we saw some more of like the, the Jackass, like the big Jackass names. Like, because right. I feel that's the thing I felt it yeah. missed. Especially because they've been involved in the feud. And for them not to be at the Mania match, I thought was a bit of a miss. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Anyone else? Just don't ask where Bamajer is. Uh, oh, and <laughs> I don't know if this is a hot take, but I said um, just for the heat, if Sammy would have come out dressed as Ryan Dunn, I would have fucking popped. Fucking hell. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I expect that level of fuckery from Aaron. Not oh, you. No, you, want, you, want, you want 2001 tasty, you fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, has anyone else got 
any more points on this before we go to our, our ratings? I, I thought this was brilliant. I, I as I say, ma- match of match of WrestleMania for me it was just hilarious. Yeah, really, really fun. Um, yeah. And my favorite spot Fred, was oh was whenever Sammy like, got hit by the hand. I mean, you got a hand up to him for taking that. Wow. <laughs> the hand handed it to him, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Knoxville Johnny Boston. Knoxville wanted um, Sammy to keep his wife's name out of his mouth, so he slept. Yeah. <laughs> Knoxville got busted open hard way as well. Some some blood on his foul head. Also, oh, everyone that took a bit like so. Knoxville took the Paluva kick straight from the off and ate shit with it. Wee Man took one and ate shit with it. Also, Wee Man's fucking dead, mate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, he's fine. Don't worry about Shout it. Shout out to Wee Man's top. It's just WrestleMania and it's coloured in all the letters but Wee Man. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Wee Man for the fucking body slam heard around the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. the new Hogan slamming Andre, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to edit that into the um, into the opening graphic. Take uh, take Hogan's one out and put that one in. Yeah, they should they should do. <laughs> this for me could have gone one or two ways. It could have been an absolute tire fire, like a clusterfuck that embarrassed everyone, or it could have been an absolute fucking blast of enjoyment. And thankfully, it was the latter. I mean, it was a tire fire clusterfuck, but it was self aware. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so that yeah. was kind of the point. They they, yeah. they played it off a lot. They didn't try and play it straight. They yeah. played it for laughs. Yeah. They, they just reveled in the absurdity of it. Yeah. I mean, fucking, as Jay said, Jim Cornette's having a fucking seizure watching this. <laughs> and, I, and that's why I love it. Yeah. Uh, marks out of five then, guys. Breaking five. the scale six, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'd say three and a half, I think, just for the officiator, and just for Sammy, just being game as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan? Uh, yeah, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it, yeah, I'll go three and a half as well. Oh, boys, it was, come it, it, on. It was fun. It there was, was not fun. a bad thing said about this match. You're I know, giving but, it three and a half. Well, hold on, I'm Aaron, not giving it a five-star match of comedy. Aaron, you, you had, when I said, anyone got anything to say on it, is there anything bad? Because if there was, you had your chance, so tell us what was bad about it. Nothing was bad about it. Oh, Five okay. Stars, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the happiest I've been all weekend, minus <laughs> F.A. kissing Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to also, um, yeah, point out that Johnny Knoxville won by trapping Sammy in a giant mousetrap. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. No, the most jackass finish they could have got. <laughs> it would be more jackass if they'd got like fucking uh, Rip Taylor to come and like, but he's dead to come and like throw some glitter at the, the, during the, during the <laughs> yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one star for wrestling ability. I'm going to give it seven stars for entertainment. There you go. Yeah. So that's that takes it to an average of six. Done. Easy. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Um, on a serious one, I'd give it. I'll give it three and a half. There we go. Yeah, okay. If, if I'm being <laughs> fully serious about it, like, it was the most entertaining thing of the weekend. It didn't have, it wasn't the most intriguing for me going in, but it was the most ent- entertaining, if that makes sense. Um, we'll move on anyway. Fatal four-way uh, tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championships uh, featuring champions 
uh, Queen Zelina and Carmella against uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, Sasha Banks and Naomi, and Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Right. Tasty, um, would you like to talk about your your, your thing that you sorry, said? Sorry, I timed this match. Uh, it yeah. finished the shade under 11 minutes, so it went a lot longer than I thought it would. Um, it wasn't a great match. <laughs> there was a lot of times where you could literally see someone waiting for a spot to happen. Yeah, yeah. And there were some scatty bits that looked horrible. That said, I think everyone in it did the best of what they were given. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I didn't hate it, but it just—it was just there, um, wasn't it? Yeah. Your 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 thing of um, what was the odds that everyone is legally in the match? <laughs> no, I mean that actually happened to play. Everyone got to actually. Yeah, everyone got some sort of time. About so, so that was nice. Se- about seven of them tagged in within the first minute, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I will say special shout out to Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan because their their um, entrance attire certainly set a mood in the brewery. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Everyone suddenly needs the toilet real quick. <laughs> wow! Fucking hell. <laughs> um, who, who had to clean it up? <laughs> <laughs> to, your point, Tasty, to your point, Tasty, where you, you were saying there were moments when there were people kind of waiting about. To, to take, you know, a bump or for this and able to get their spot in. It was just a spot contest. And that's one of the downsides when you get these big multi-person matches. And that's not to say that it always happens because I've seen some fucking sterling examples of like four-way tag matches. But the women's tag division isn't treated well. We know that. And so this was never going to be given 20, 25 minutes and it was never going to be able to tell a story. Oh, it was no. always going to be just a bit of a mad spot fest. And, and when you've got get... when you've got eight people in a match in eleven minutes, that doesn't break down to a lot of minutes per person. No, no, exactly. Yeah. But I think it was it was serviceable. Like I'm, I'm really got too much more to say on it. It it was all right, yeah. But as you said, shout out to Liv Morgan and, and Rhea Ripley. Great ring gear. Um, Sasha and Naomi's entrance with the. Was it a Lamborghini oh, or something? I want to talk about that. So Naomi comes out, and then Sasha comes out, and then Naomi gets in the car, and then they drive about 10 feet, and then they stop the car, <laughs> and they both get out. Like, yeah. come on, love. I know car sharing's all good and that, but th- you know, climate change, think about, do you really need to drive that far? <laughs> and the amount of revs the thing got as well on yeah. this stage. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just going to say, there's no consistency within rules in multi-person tank matches. No. The triple threat earlier in the night all, th- all three teams are the representative in the ring at the same time. Mm-hmm. Fatal four-way, two teams in, you've got to tag in. Make your fucking mind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they've done it at Survivor Series that one year as well, and everyone went mad about it. Oh, it's fantastic. No, no, you've ruined it. No, but <laughs> if they're going to do it one way with one match earlier in the night, don't fucking change your mind halfway through the show and do it different with another. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. Um, the winners, uh, new uh, tag team champions, it's uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, their little tandem finisher was quite cool. I quite like yeah. that. It was good. That was um, cool. Yeah. What were your your ratings for this, boys? Um, two. two. Straight two. <sighs> yeah. I would have given it a two, but the cap cut in the Corey Graves, so I'm going to give it a zero. Wow! <laughs> okay. I mean, Corey Graves was fucking thirsty, wasn't he? Yeah, I didn't need to say thirsty Corey Graves on my screen every five minutes. I mean, what's raw, mate? It happens every week. I don't you're gonna, f- you're gonna, f- yeah, you do. 
Um, <laughs> just in the background, just in the background. <laughs> just in the background. <laughs> um, if you want to see thirsty Corey Graves, go watch him and Carmel's shit YouTube video. Oh, Isn't that right, Aaron? Uh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, they two might do sex. Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> How lucky is the sex? <laughs> so, Tacey, um, you've given it to Ryan, zero, Jay. I'll give it a two. Uh, it got bonus points for um, rear and Lib's entrance attire. It was banging. Okay. Um, Aaron? Two and a half. It was bang average. It was solid. It was fast-paced. It was it was a women's tag team title match, so there's no really much storyline apart from teams bundled together. Because can they coexist? Can they coexist? They're on the card. Uh, two two things to add to this match, hence it's getting a two and a half. Um, the greatest Natalia match we've ever had, probably. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the greatest women's tag title match we've had at Mania. Also oh, that. Boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did you not so think you much go. to the, the, the one last year? Because they did it over two nights, didn't they? Both of those shit for you. Nah, that's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> so two and a half from you. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the majority, I think, and, and give it two. Uh, as I say, like, just spots everywhere. No real narrative. Everyone got their stuff in. Um, it was ent- as entertaining as a women's tag team match could be. Um on WWE programming, so yeah, two from me. Just um, imagine putting actual human garbage fire Ronda Rousey in a singles match on the top of the card last night, and then burying Shayna Baszler in this match. Fuck me, yeah. And Sasha Banks. And, yeah, I'm talking like if you want to, if you if you want like MMA style women, then you know you've got a better oh, one yeah. right here. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on uh, to what arguably was the most anticipated match on the card, or at least for kind of you know. Old, old fans of the product um, and, and work rate and, and you know reputation and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's AJ Styles against Edge. Firstly, shout out to Edge's new entrance, new music. Absolutely fucking loved it. Really, really good. Uh, it's a, another Alter Bridge song, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's The Other Side by Alter Bridge. Nice, nice. Because Edge has been contractually obliged to have Alter Bridge's entrance music since 2005. <laughs> and um, he's got another he's got another side because he's all spooky now there you go because he's yeah. spooky boy so um, one house oh. of black promo just one <laughs> stop comparing come on um, it was this uh, this was a little bit underwhelming for me I was expecting a lot more <laughs> from it and it it under delivered um, I think you know like slow methodical wrestling mate I do like that, but just this didn't really. I think this is still happening. This match, by the way, somewhat. <laughs> yeah, it it went on so long and then ended so abruptly. It was just a bit weird. It, uh, was, it I, wasn't even like time went during a match. It was just so slow paced. That it was, was, it was yeah, very slow. It was lengthy, wasn't it? Remember, it was when, I, remember when I said? Remember on the preview when I said that WWE just think that psychology means long matches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I want to I just want to put a quote in here. So I, I read this. Uh, it's from Michael Sidgwick at What Culture and his review of the match. He gave it three stars, which I think is generous. Um, but he said that it spent so much time laboring under the weight of fake gravitas, which I think is an excellent way to describe this match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing is, he even says, "Oh, 
sorry, they never said it. There was a fan sign that said, oh, 20 years in the making for Edge versus AJ. It's like, nah, calm down. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Rip that sign up right now. Do they mean 20 years in the making in the sense that Edge nearly went to like TNA for like five minutes? Possibly. I don't nearly. Know. So it's yeah. not in the making. Because Christian went, so they had like that. And then he went, nah, I'm just going to stay in WWE. Uh, this was the longest match of the weekend in at 20, okay. 24 minutes and five seconds. And I think I think everyone expected that. Um, just given... Well, given both of them, their work rate, their style, Edge's previous matches. Um, <laughs> what? G- given Edge's ma- previous matches, Randy Orton. Well, that's what I mean. 45 Randy Orton minutes. 45 minutes, exactly. Was, Randy was Orton. Wait, wait, hang on. Where's, where's, this, where's this narrative that AJ Styles works a slow style come from? Because he no, was an X-Division wrestler. No, that's the issue. AJ Styles shouldn't be in this slower match. That's mm. the issue about this match. But also, Edge doesn't work like a specifically slow style. It was like he'd slowed it down more. Do you think that plays into the character, though? It shouldn't, because if your character is have worse matches, then it's a bad character. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was a bad match. I just think it went on a bit long. I don't think... I don't think the timing helped it. Because what they so, did, what they did in the match wasn't bad. I just think it could have been done a bit quicker. They had a twelve minute match in twenty five minutes, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it yeah. was like yeah, it was like if you watch a twelve minute match on like zero point five. Um, speed. It's like you know when you got to do a presentation and you know you haven't got enough, so you just speak really slowly and do loads of pauses. <laughs> I think, I think this is a lot of ring psychology stuff. But it wasn't. It's what people. Nobody it's wasn't. What, it's it's what we think is ring psychology. We'll just do. It, we'll just do it slowly while Michael Cole screams about how big a match it is. That doesn't make it a big match. No, this, no, I, I get that. This match was so appealing on our Discord on the live pay per view chat. There was a lot of egg and long neck talk during the. I don't know where you found some of those harrowing gifts from, but I don't want to see them again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. Yeah, I think the, the the talking point at the back of this is the what looks like now the formation of, of Edge's stable. Yeah, can we talk about the finish? So Damien Priest turns up at the end and gives AJ Styles a spooky look and it makes him fall off the ropes and then Edge <laughs> pins him. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Died. Um, yeah, it, the, the, the finish was poor for me. Um, but as I said, the talking point is kind of this, this new faction now that Edge seems to be building. I imagine there's going to be a third member. A lot of his promos building up to this have been talking about a jury. Um, and he's, you know, had a, a set of scales in a lot of these vignettes he's been doing. He also has it on his ring gear. I imagine there's going to be three characters, judge, jury, executioner. Could anyone care to speculate on who they think the third might be or could be? Champa. Who? Champa, because he's a neck boy. Champa, yeah. I thought that as well. Anyone else, Ryan? Or, or... It's Edge and his young guns. Late 30s, yeah. Champa and fucking... <laughs> I mean, they, they look young next to Edge, to be fair. So, <laughs> and they, they're gonna they're gonna feud with the Baller Club, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Cody Rhodes. There we go. Yeah. I mean, Makes if like, I said to you, Jay, and I said to everyone at the bureau last night, if they want to do Edge and Priest v AJ and Balor, yeah, bring that on. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll be down for that. Um. Yeah. Oh, also, I remember AJ. 
gashed his face open on the way in, didn't he? What was that the pyro he, or was it the stage? No, he, he caught his face on like the, the way the stage was. See, yeah, I don't understand like a, that because yeah. the stage is really high up. I watched the, the intro. No, no, no. I... The, there's, a, there's a picture of it. Right. So where, where it is, there's a bit where it kind of like overlaps. So he's walked too close to it. Right. AJ, like... AJ doesn't believe in the curve to the earth, so he, he, can probably, he probably thinks he can walk through it. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you, you see, like, the, the, on the picture, you see he's kind of walked under at where it's, like, going quite low towards the floor. Right. And he's just, like, caught his cheek on it. I see. If, if, you, you, want to know how cursed, if you want to know how cursed this match is, AJ Styles managed to walk into the fucking 20-ton stage by mistake before it started. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, okay, uh, scores then, guys. Whoever wants to go first, jump in. Uh, like a lot of this show, uh, night two, uh, p- apart from Knoxville and Sami Zayn, of course. Uh, two and a half stars, it was average. Uh, it wasn't a bad match, it was just very slow. Uh, nothing seemed to have actually went wrong in the match. It was just <laughs> slow. Fair. I'll agree. Uh, I'll give it two and a half, straight down the middle. Could have been done in half the time. Um, or if it was going to be longer, just make it a little bit more compelling, maybe. Because it wasn't. And there was a lot of hype surrounding it. And it just it didn't really deliver for me. And it an AJ Styles match at WrestleMania. Have a lot of hype around it. And it just <laughs> under delivers. Nah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, who else? Uh, ben, Jay, Ryan? I mean, yeah, two. Um, at this, I mean, so we talked, didn't we, about the Stone Cold match having a ceiling and hitting that ceiling? Like, this match had a floor and barely cleared it. Fuck it out. At this point, we, do we need to have the conversation? Is AJ a busted flush at Mania? Ooh. Who the thing is, they're going to see it that way, ain't they? You know, you know what's really sad about that? <laughs> AJ's, AJ's best WrestleMania matches against Shane McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like absolutely, not even, not even like a meme or anything. Hang on, what about his match against Jericho? What about it? It was average. No, no, I'm just asking. I'm just trying to remember back to all of his other wrestling. I put that second. AJ should have won in Jericho one. Okay, how are AJ Styles' two worst main matches against Nakamura and Edge? That's mad. Shame about his best. That's mad. Oh, Christ. Right, <laughs> rest of your scores, what are they before we move on? Um, I actually don't have a score because I've not seen the match yet. I was too busy on Discord at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, Thomas. Right, uh, we'll see up on Discord. <laughs> um, I'll give it 2.5. It was it was fine. The pacing really hurt the match. The, the fact that there was bursts of AJ like boosting up the pace and the edge, slowing it right down, it was just... It, again, as as Ben said, it, WWE thinks that long matches mean good psychology, and that's not the case. Good psychology can be done in like a five minute match. Look at Brock and Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. That had that a perfect psychology. It was five minutes, and everyone thought it was one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. If that went twenty five minutes, we'd tell a fucking different story, wouldn't we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it went twenty five minutes, Bill would have fucking bladed. <laughs> Nah, he just run post. He just run himself into a ring post and bust himself open the hard way. Um, yeah, I, 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 this was the match I was actually most excited about on mm. both nights of WrestleMania, mm. and it really underdelivered. Yeah, yeah. 
totally agree. Um, move on, penultimate match. Uh, as you know, it's not the penultimate match. Um, New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. So this was the match that was uh, meant to be on night one, now on night two. Um, I don't know why, like, it's it was crap. Do you know when I say nostalgia as a cunt? Yes, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't have to continue that sentence. Nostalgia caused this match to last one minute and 40 seconds. So, does Triple H have some bet with Sheamus that you'll never work like more than an hour combined at all WrestleMania? So that's great. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, this is just a big waste of everyone's time. What um, a fucking nothing burger of a match this was. Yeah. It went one minute, 40 seconds. That's this, was, this was like the fucking monkey's paw, wasn't it? Like, we all we all wished the New Day would get their match on the show. And then they went, all right, you want the fucking New Day match? Here you fucking go. I don't understand why they keep pushing Ridge and Sheamus. Every it's not, it's not like Ridge Holland has nearly killed two people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the positive for me... The only part, and I'm going to give this match half star, and that half star comes from Biggie and Kofi's ring gear, which is a nod to sorry, not Biggie, Kofi and Woods's ring gear, which was a nod to Biggie for when he won the WWE Championship, and they had his like singlet thing on. I thought that was really, really good. Other than that, this was absolute dog shit. Yeah, that was that was the only good thing. I'd go. I mean, I can't even give it a half star. Go zero. It was, Kofi's not even king of the ring anymore. What's up with that? Um, you bring Woods, you bring Woods back, and this is how you treat them. Mm. Um, Butch is there. That upset me. Um, <laughs> just everything. Everything's fucking terrible. And like, so we were talking about like this whole new stable they've got. We're just going to remind you that Peaky Blinders finished forever last night. So they're, they're fucking banged on time with that stable, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Anyone else? Oh, yeah, this, this was this was just this was borderline offensive. Yeah, I think well, the trees. Consider this was cut for time on the first night, and they put it on here and give it less than two minutes. It'd have been more yeah. insulting if they just sorry. It would have been less insulting if it had just said it's not going to be on the card. It would have been less damaging to the new day if this match hadn't happened. Yeah, that's how but bad it was. But it's okay because we got a recap of like people. Oh, but yeah, but they sh- and, and they also showed Biggie breaking his fucking neck in the build-up. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. They used yeah. it as a story. And also, we got well, Undertaker they, they do an entrance twice. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was just naff. Uh, reviews before we move on? Sorry. Um, no. Does it matter? Rather. <laughs> no plot. No. Not applicable. Aye. Oh, yeah. cool. All right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, penultimate match of the night. Uh, Pat not McAfee versus Austin Theory. Yeah, not, not penultimate. penultimate. It's not penultimate. Is it not? No. Oh, okay. In terms of scheduled matches, because <laughs> what the fuck happened after this does not count. Don't worry about it. There was a bell rung. It happened. The fucking this ring was, your this bell was, carry this on. was actually all right. It was yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think a lot of people said, is Austin Theory the person you put in the ring with Pat McAfee for his first WrestleMania match? No. But this ended up being... I wasn't expecting this to be bad, I just wasn't sure on Austin Theory being the person to face Pat, but actually... I mean, he, he, he ain't not a call, is he? No, he's not. That Don't worry about it. Who? Budge. Ah, oh, okay. He ain't no. a budge. Ah, okay. Not Butch, not Butch. Budge. <laughs> not Butch, never Butch. 
I forget just how athletic Pat is. Like there was that moment where he sprung and like leapfrogged up onto the top turnbuckle to meet Theory, which is really, really impressive. I don't know how I feel from a football point of view. I don't know how I feel about him coming out with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders when he was in Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that was Colts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, that, might, that might ruffle some feathers in, in the sports world. <laughs> that entrance, though, was fucking banging. Coming yeah. out to the white stripes. Love that. Call it, kicking yeah, kicking the ball into the crowd was cool and everything. Yeah. He, he got some fucking heft on that. Like He still got it, Jesus Christ. Fucking right he has. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also, just... like, I saw a really good point just to go back to his entrance, um, which... Um, about like the fact, like license and music, like music for entrances. Uh, obviously, you look at it was like you look at AW with uh, like Jurassic Express, uh, Where Mox. Is My Mind, Mox. Uh, there is another one that I can't there think is. of. Soho. Ruby Soho. Bronson, um, Action Bronson. Yeah. Look. yeah. And it gets people hyped up because they know the song. Yeah. And the, the crowd were fucking amped for this because yeah. they knew it was Seven Nation Army. They know the chant. Yeah. That people chant like also just just effort, yeah. as, as, it's a big it's big in sports. Seven Nation only play it a lot in yeah. oh, yeah. football yeah. matches and stuff like that and American football matches. So it's just a big a crossover there, obviously, because of its background, which is mm. pretty cool. But yeah. it it like the crowd were fucking red hot for this match because of it. Mm. It could only have been more um football NFL appropriate if they'd gotten like Hell's Bells, Thunderstruck, or Crazy Train. Yeah, yeah. They're, the, they're the only songs you hear more at NFL games than Seven Nation Army. <laughs> well, they had Thunderstruck Night Four when the Cow- the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders came out at the yes. start, didn't they? Yeah. On night One, yeah. So they'd already blown that. They couldn't do that again. <laughs> it's alright. Uh, the music's gonna get like fucking blanked out, and a new sample is gonna be put in like in six months' time. It's gonna be they're... weird when it's gonna be weird when all the crowd is chanting along to generic rock song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get covered in six months' time on the network. Match itself we'll just... though was was very enjoyable. I thought. Yeah. 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 Austin Theory's yeah. just on a cusp of like smarmy prick. You want to get see get his head kicked in. Yeah. And yeah, Pat's yeah. just like super excitable babyface. And Michael Cole getting fucking hyped for his boy was good as well. Oh, I love that. Love that. Um, like Vince was sat there giving him like the stink eye, and Michael Cole's just like, "Fuck this! I'm going! I'm going! I'm going marking in. out." <laughs> <laughs> I love the relationship that Michael Cole and Pat have, and. I think it's so nice to not have like an antagonistic tag, uh, commentary team in WWE, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. It's so it was, fresh. I think there was, a, we spoke about it on the news a few, about a month or so, maybe more, but there was an interview that came out of Michael Cole and him really like uh, impassionately talking about Pat and how he's kind of given him like almost a bit of a rejuvenation in his career and made him enjoy commentary again and, and just like feeding off the energy that he brings every week to, to SmackDown. So yeah, really, really cool. Um, the post-match... Oh, Christ. Uh, this saw an impromptu match between Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee. And what did, yes, what did they Pat win with again? I can't actually remember. Uh, no, just a roll-up. Was it just a roll-up? It was a roll-up, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was a roll-up, yeah. Okay. So now he went uh, for the yeah, punt, so, didn't so, he? Which is so, sort of dubbed his finish, maybe. So what happened? Yeah, the punt kick is punter, obviously. Oh, yeah, um, so this this post match bit took all of that good feeling and all of that like sort of energy and joy and just fucking threw it off a cliff. Yeah. Oh, the crowd was so hot for Pat like after this match, and then just should should we should we rank the match separately from yes. the post match? Yeah. So Pat yeah. v Pat v Austin, and we'll go stars on that. Yeah. Anyone else jump in? Two and a half. Yeah. Uh, solid match. Bang average. None too much to shout about. I don't think they 
ever properly got going. There was a few spots, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of a couple of spots more of an than than an actual match. I go two point seven five. I'd say two and a half base for the match, and then an extra point seven, an extra point two five for Pat's uh, somersault around the lines feet. Yeah, fucking hell. Yes, that yeah. was real nice. Yeah, Jay, I go three. Add the extra, pretty much what Big Tasty said. That's the uh, extra point two five for Pat's entrance because I thought it was awesome. Yeah, uh, Ryan, uh, I'll go two two and a half. Yeah, it was a nice match. It was good spots. Yeah. But- it didn't go long enough, really, and then yeah, yeah. there. So, yeah, I agree. Two and a half. Uh, it would have been nice if it had gone a little longer, um, but everything they did was impressive. Uh, I thought. But they Troy, had... Troy, Undertaker had to get his entrance in again. Yeah, that fucked me. <laughs> up. Troy, Troy, we, we needed we needed to remind everyone that Cody Rhodes debuted in WWE last night and get remind... the whole entrance replayed. Need to us. remind everyone exactly yeah. what happened the night for every yeah. single. Bit of it, uh, two and a half. Yeah, as I say, uh, I thought it had good chemistry. The spots really good. I'd like it to have gone a bit longer. Um, most of what you guys said, like Pat's entrance, was really cool. Shout out to the the backflip off the, the, the landing on his feet and stuff. Um, yeah, really cool. Um, the aftermath, however, was absolute fucking nonsense. And Vince McMahon beat Pat McAfee uh, by kicking him in the stomach with a football. Man, you get hitting ground by football. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore unless anyone wants to talk more about this. I'm I'm happy to give it my rating and move is on. It, yeah, so we go straight. Shit. We go straight to ratings. But but it's nostalgia, boys. Come on, shut up, Aaron. But <laughs> minus five, zero. I'm not doing uh, minus things. Just, just, it just gets a zero. It, it was yeah. Just going to go full Alvarez on this minus five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh, well. Meltzer's always give a couple seven-star matches. I'm going to give us a minus seven. <laughs> Breaking the negative scale. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're, we're, we're past the Jenna Moresca zone here. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So the, the match Jenna was shite. Zone. The, the aftermath of the match was all right for a moment and then quickly went shit. So oh. Stone Cold <laughs> came out and gave... Well, not gave, tried to give a stunner. Vince sold the stunner like a man whose legs had just turned to fucking quicksand. Um <laughs> was absolutely <laughs> fucking abysmal. This just this don't is go Vince taking one last little piss on their legacy, innit? Yeah. This was come worse on. than Donald Be Trump. Be more taking optimistic, the boys. It was WrestleMania. Come on. Be a bit more optimistic. Be mate. a come bit on. more optimistic. Come on. I, I mean, uh, all right. Let's find a bit of a bit of optimism. Austin Theory selling the stunner was outstanding. Pat McAfee as well with the yes. razor Ramon, so which was yeah. fucking yeah. great. Yeah. And then while he's on the floor, knocked out, still sneakily pouring beer into his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. Anything to do with Vince McMahon? Nah. Also, what we didn't mention uh, when Vince came out and introduced Austin Theory, he said he was a future Universal Champion. Don't forget that when he gets released in like a year. Also, does that, does that mean they're not unifying the two belts? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Do you remember Drew McIntyre? No, I mean, yeah. Uh... Also, no. I'm going to take another star off this match for Vince's horrible sweat patches. <laughs> Are you not going to give it half a star because he's still jacked at the age of 76? No, he looked I mean, like, I said he looked like he was he looked like he'd been put together by, from like seven different action figures. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
Did you not notice his left arm was much, much bigger than his right arm? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Viagra I and Ico Pro. It's all them burritos that he doesn't know what they are, they each. <laughs> right, let's move on to the main event uh, of night two, the main event of, of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, the winner takes all for the WWE Universal and heavyweight championship, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Nobody puts baby in the corner except WWE. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what this match was? Crap. It was a lovely portion of buffalo wings, just without the buffalo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like all your favorite things were there, like the crispy chicken, like the. You know, the nice succulent meat. Just, there, was just, there was just no spice. There was just no, just no, no heat. <laughs> Nothing. It's like Nando's lemon and herb. They, they, they put the blue cheese dressing at the side, but they didn't give you the buffalo for, to start with. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, this match, it was, it was literally paint by numbers. So we had, like, super... There were, like, literally six moves between both men across the entire match. Suplex, spear, Superman There was a, there was a suplex, F5. there was a spear, Superman punch, F5, belly-to-belly suplex, and a Kimura. Yeah. You know what the definition of insanity is? You've never Trying told me the about same it. thing with different results. Thanks for enlightening us on that. Same thing again, expect different results. I mean, you even yeah. have the barrier spot on the outside, which is the staple of this we, type of match. We were literally calling the spots before they happened. <laughs> like we actually were doing that. This is it, like this is like the match equivalent of when you're trying to make like scones or something, and you've rolled the pastry out too many times, and the last ones are just fucked. Like, this is like the, this is like the last roll of the pastry. There's nothing left. Can always rely on you for fucking analogies. <laughs> they just don't rise in the oven. They're just like, oh, I've got to throw them away. I'm not even gonna fucking eat them. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. This. This was disappointing. It had, it had quite a lot. I don't want to say it had. The story didn't have a lot of build. The match itself had a lot of hype and it, it didn't live up to it for me. They ring announced so, it as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Of, yeah. All, of time. all time. Out of 30, 38 years worth of matches. And the in their one. eyes, this is the best one. <laughs> Sad rock versus Austin noises. <laughs> um, can we, can we pull any positives out of this? Were there any pos- positives for, for any of you at all? Um, it's okay Brock if there wasn't. I'm, Brock I'm just cool. asking. Brock, Brock laughing off most of Roman's offense in the first few minutes was amusing. Uh, Paul Heyman on the outside, like screaming at Brock. It was Roman. He's, it was Roman's idea. He made me do it. When he turned around, he's like, "Oh my god!" I Brock love you. Like I'm sorry. Pizza roll. <laughs> um. Yeah. Any anything else before we move on? To the, uh, the rating. This is why you don't hype up events stupidly to like stupid levels because yeah. this was already it was already been difficult for this Setting match to, to the hype you put on it, and then they served uh, up this like fucking damp fart, like a damp fart. So yeah, last night me and Ryan were talking about this on Discord about like the fact that Rock and Austin have more matches overall than Brock and Roman. So what's the difference? The difference is good. What? The diff, well, the yeah, difference yeah. is Rock and Austin had a compelling story throughout, hmm. and they had different Whereas, matches. It wasn't the same fucking match every yeah, time. Every match was different. That is, that is very true. That is true. Hmm. 
Um, but you can't use the argument. I've seen this match before. No, I've seen this exact but, match before. Get, I mean, spot have, for spot. I've seen yeah, every fucking yeah. frame <laughs> on TV before. Right, right. We were we were calling this the match before it fucking happened. Yeah, we were calling spots in the match before as they were about to happen. Um, whereas Rock Austin, at least they do fucking something different. Whether it was Austin driving the truck down, stuttering Dilo on top of it, or whether it was. Austin like aligning with Vince every match had a different wrinkle to it mm-hmm. they didn't even do each other's finisher that's true didn't even yeah. do each other's finisher they didn't even have Roman's fucking all of a sudden getting Sable as, as his manager for no reason and then not thinking about it <laughs> after like three weeks no they did do a backward spear though did yeah. backward spear. <laughs> one of those earlier, backward spear. and it was better I haven't earlier. seen one of them before Um, so well, I don't know if we've got it in the news bit but the finish of it may or may not have been impacted by an injury picked up by Reigns, and that could have led to what felt like a slightly awkward finish. I'm not sure. Oh, he hit that... a spear and then lifted a fucking belt up his shoulder was fine. And, well, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, actually, to be fair, did you notice when he? I I watched it back before to see if like to see the actual thing. When he lifted the belt up, he like he couldn't lift it higher than a certain bit, and then he had to kind of like will himself to do it. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, like it looked like, like it looked like it was unnatural for him to lift his arm up in that way. If that makes sense, right? Before we go into stars, can we, can we just look very briefly about the finish? Because I, I this is this is this wasn't. I don't think it's an issue because of any sort of injury, but I have massive issues with the finishes of these matches. Mm-hmm. So it's always finisher spam, isn't it? Like it's like Brock kicks out of the spear room, kicks out of the F five, and then the finish is just another spear. There's no, there's no like extra, like you know, when Cody, like when he can't get it done with the crossroads, he does like two in a row. Yeah. Or like when Angle couldn't do it with the Angle Slam, he'd do like a top rope Angle Slam. Yeah. Or, you know, th- there was none of that. There's none of that ex- elevation yeah. to like the, the next level. Is, they just do it again and then this time it works. And it's fucking is, stupid because you don't even see the, you, you miss the fucking finish because there's bro- no build up. Broken Reigns have done that in previous matches, like hit three spears or three F5s in a row to get the match done. Mm. Why not do it again? Why just have the one spear? It just deflated what semi fucking speed there was to the. Match because hmm. <sighs> um, they're creatively bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> do we this all... was almost a textbook example of how not to do a main event match. Uh, all the money in the world creatively bankrupt. Do we think? Does everyone agree with the winner with, with Reigns unifying no. them? Or do we think? I mean, okay, Jay said that they were fucking. Sh- there was no right answer here because whoever wins, it fucking ruins the main event scene of the company. Hmm. I would have liked to have seen because it would have been nice to just see someone finally be like who the fuck beats Roman now exactly well, un- no he's not going to don't be stupid they, they're gonna, he's going to hold it till 40 and it's going to be Gable Stevenson or Braun Breaker you've heard it here first you um, think Vinnie Mark has got the time and patience to build them up don't worry about it um, <laughs> I, uh, I think like as as horrible as this is going to sound, I think the best case scenario is if Roman's injured and he has to drop the title, like he has to vacate the title because at least it's like a fucking reset for them. Hmm. At least they, it do, gives they, them the they opportunity do their best to... work when they're panicking, like the writing team when they're pushed yeah. to a corner. And they like, push remember, themselves in that corner. Remember the remember the NXT SmackDown scenario yeah. led to that really good Survivor Series because they. People got stuck somewhere that wasn't Saturday. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, and, and that awesome like title tournament when Balor uh, dislocated the shoulder and had to yeah. drop, vacate the uh, Universal title and then Kevin Owens won it because Triple H turned on set. 
Mm. Like, they, they need something that's going to give that main event scene a shot in the arm. Because this is the like least compelling WWE thing's ever been. And I remember fucking the new generation. That's true. Showing your age there, pal. Don't worry about it. Should we wrap this up then? Go into the stars. Wrap into the star rating for this one and then your overall score for night two. Feel free to jump in and go first. One and a half. Okay. Next one. Uh, I'd... One. Fucking hell. Yeah. I go two just for Hosbrock. Yeah, has what's saving that fucking rating? Just for Brock being Brock being game AF and like having a good good murder smile face, you know, give it two stars. Introducing himself as well. Yeah, that was that was that was the best part of the whole thing. That should be fair. Uh, Jay Ryan, I said one. You said yeah. one. Both of you won. Yeah, one. It was uninspired. Yeah, it, it for something that they're hyping up as the most, the biggest, and most important WrestleMania main event ever. What made it that? Hmm. Like what honestly made it that? Yeah, wasn't a dream match. They they, they did the title unification. That was it. Hmm. Yeah, wasn't um, a dream match because we've seen it loads of times before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a one point two five. I don't. know. I just it it under delivered. Like for me, it really did under deliver. Like it was it. It was we've mentioned it before, it was very lazy booking going into it. Um either man winning it kind of hurts the the company, or not the company, but the kind of division as a whole. Like they've both been built up so much. It's just well, how are you building anyone else around that? Um, there wasn't anything new in there that we'd seen from previous matches. And as you said, you were calling the spots before they happened. Um, they built it up so much that there was, I think you even joked on the Discord, like the only way that they can kind of see, see clear, see true on them building it up to that point is if Dwayne turns up at the end. Like that for me, there was nothing that I, was. I wasn't joking, mate. I was serious when I said that. <laughs> um, on a positive note, can we talk about Ryan's bit, please? Oh, can we not. talk about Ryan's bit? What was what was Ryan's bit? The one not involving <laughs> the eyebrows. What was it again? Um. Next year, if it's if it's Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, I'm getting tattooed on Ryan's body. Name <laughs> <laughs> on your face. No, no, we we agreed it somewhere. Neck down. No, 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 like is it just the, the name Aaron or is it Aaron's face? No, it's Aaron's my face. face. You know, like Steve, you know, like Steve O's got himself tattooed yeah. on his back. Can I, can I just pitch that it's Ryan gets like the Cody tattoo, but with Aaron's face instead of the skull? <laughs> yeah, no, but neck down. No, could it be on the ass? Yeah, it's on your neck. On your neck. It's somewhere where it's not visible. From from the <laughs> neck down. Can we put on. my face on his ass? Wow. Yeah, can do that. <laughs> anyway, can, can we? Can we please get the like Aaron's face in the Cody tattoo? <laughs> Doesn't have to be on your neck, it can be on your arm, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Gentlemen, that's ratings want. ratings for the show uh, as a whole, rather than night two as a whole before we night move two on. as a whole. Uh oh. three. Uh on average it works out as a five. Okay. Anyone else? Right. Uh the only match I really cared about, I'll go back and watch Edge and AJ again, but was the Knoxville match. So, five stars, two. baby. 
two. I don't know. Night two should have been night one, and night one should have been night two. Yeah. Like they they blew, they they both the big matches on this night fucking blew it. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna give the, it- the fact the fact that like the two best matches on the night for me was the tag titles match and Johnny match. Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, which yeah, a comedy match and a multi-man tag match. It 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 shows how like bad like the kind of the the two big marquee matches for that day were. Yeah. So when I said I thought night one was the better of the two and everyone reacted, what was that about? I think it's because you said I think it's because you said it. When? Right. What does that what does that mean? Sorry. I mean, what? no, when? it was just because my rating was better on night two than it was night one. Was right. Yeah, every, I, everyone seemed shocked that I said night one was better. I'm just trying I to didn't. work out what no, you meant. Was, no, no, no. No, was, right. Good. The way I see it, there's a lot of really shit matches on night one, whereas night two they were just this, this WrestleMania. This WrestleMania could have been a one nighter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give the second night four. It was two matches on there, as you say, the tag team and Johnny Knoxville. Everything else was either boring or under delivered. Um, so yeah, um, we have got a few questions in the Discord. Um, Most of them are from me. So you can ignore those. I brought a lot of it on here. Um, what have we got? You've got what's next for Cody uh, and. Sarah also asked, do you think they'd dethrone Roman for Cody? So kind of answered at the same time. Where do you think Cody goes from here? And I also asked who they put against Roman. So we can bring all three of those questions together. Are they gonna is Cody next for Roman? And will he win? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, because I, nepotism. I think Drew's next for Roman for the universal title. And I think right, Cody's so next for... <laughs> Yes. Um and I think Cody's next for Roman with the WWE title because I do think they're going to separate them immediately. You'll think they'll do a Becky spot where you'll be able to like defend them both in one night? 100%. So Drew will like beat them up after the match or something and then Cody will get the win and pick up his title? Cody's probably got it in his contract to become WWE champion in the first six months of his run. That's that's, that's that's not a joke. If they do the Becky book and that's the way for them to Protect well, every, it, isn't it? Every, every interview Cody said is oh yeah I never won the world championship that's why I came back it's absolutely fucking winning that in like the in Gee, the first everyone months. says that when they come back yeah that's true John, <laughs> John Morrison said he was coming back to the main event Wrestlemania that went well um, <laughs> <laughs> he main evented triple mania ish <laughs> it was like the, the weird one with like like triple mania mania ready yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right well we've kind of covered those questions that are in the discord um let's move on to some news uh the first few bits we've got here uh for wwe are obviously uh around wrestlemania and some of the fallout and, and things that happened during the show uh firstly rick boogs suffered a torn quad and patella tendon uh in his match with nakamura against the usos and he will require surgery um, yeah, it, it looked rough. I haven't got yeah. too much to say. You hate to say it, don't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what we got next? Who wants to draw, draw out the next one? Yeah, be, yeah Kevin Owens uh, knew about the Stone Cold slash WrestleMania plans in January, and Fightful Select says that Steve Austin had already been picked on a match at that point. Uh, beyond that, plans were kept secret, with Vince McMahon telling producers they would decide what to do, quote, close to the day of the show, as to make sure Austin was comfortable with things. So obviously they just kept it super close to the chest and 
Yeah. Fair. Makes sense. Again, I don't understand why they didn't advertise that Austin was going to be wrestling because they probably would have shifted a few extra hundred tickets if you'd have maybe made that clear before the show. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, it might have been your speaking to someone else about this, but I thought that. But I also thought, well, not necessarily. Like, Austin on the card at a Mania in Texas already draws. I, in my mind, already draws big numbers. I don't think you have to say he's wrestling because him being there and him saying, oh, yeah, he's just going to be on a talk show. Like, fans aren't silly. They know there's going to be some altercation there. Yeah, so it's you, you, you leave it hanging, be... don't you? Like, what if... Yeah, I don't think you have to be explicit and say he is having a match because under already... promise, over, under promise, over deliver. Hey, that's a good idea, isn't it? Maybe do that for main events <laughs> as well. Uh, next up, who was to say next one? Uh, you did I'll mention. Do it. Okay, yeah. Uh, based on the cards for post WrestleMania live events, it looks like Drew McIntyre is next in line for the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Roman Reigns. That's a big name for a title, ain't it? <laughs> this plays into what you were saying a moment ago, doesn't it, Jay? You were saying it feels like... Yeah, the, to just that Drew kick out of the most protected finisher in WWE. Yeah. You've got think to do something do, big with that. Think about what he can do with a spear. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> no one's ever kicked out of that spear, have they? No, never. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Not even once. Not even, like, last night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what we got next, Jay? Do you want to do the next one? So, yeah, well, WrestleMania Saturday did have some timing issues. Fightful Selectors reported that uh, Drew McIntyre made the decision to cut, cut his entrance from the show because he preferred to be able to have a more personal connection to the crowd. Uh, people brought into the entrance still got paid and had all access passes to the pay per view. Uh, he had like a it looked like a, a just a group of fellas with their kilts and bagpipes, didn't it? Oh, okay, yeah, they, oh. they posted it, they posted a picture on him. One of the one of their Instagrams, and it was so like you're saying there was a load of lads with the kilts on running around the backstage of WrestleMania with all access passes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm into that. That's, that's I'm great. Into that. <laughs> uh, Ryan, did you want to do this next one? Uh, yeah. Uh, according to Wrestling Wrestling Observer Live, Brian Alvarez, Vincent Man sees Austin Fury as a John Cena type of future star. No, <laughs> thank you. No thanks. I mean, he's going to be Universal Champion by the end of the year. By the end of the year. No, he isn't. Well, we'll see. (laughs) We'll Um, see. Yeah, right. I I really don't see that there. But there's a lot of things I don't see that that the old man does. So, yeah. Yeah. The the, the important thing is Vince sees it. So it will happen. Of course. Does that mean Vince McMahon is going to book Austin Theory to grow Stephanie McMahon? Oh, come on. Fucking hell. Well, now the trouble is, can't get physically involved. It's not stopping <laughs> oh, right. Tri- Triple H will get his uh, black son, Gable Stevenson, to do it instead. They had Triple H hug all his kids as he was out going out to the ring. Hugged Aurora, he hugged his other two daughters, and then he hugged Gable Stevenson. Right. Cool. <laughs> Brilliant. And if it was, if, it, if it does turn into a weird racial angle, it's okay because Cody Rhodes is there, and as we know, he can solve racism. He so can end racism. Like everything's that. fine. It's a safe. Well, answer. you know, they had to end the whole uh, Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan storyline so abruptly that at least he can pick it up with this. <laughs> For sake. Uh, moving on, penultimate bit of WWE news. There is speculation, uh, as we spoke about earlier, that Roman Reigns legitimately suffered a dislocated shoulder during the main event of Mania, which would explain the abrupt finish and also the swelling on Roman's shoulder 
after the Camille Lock submission. Yeah, there is um, there is some pictures going about of it. It it looked rough, and you said Jay, like it looked like he was really kind of forcing himself to try and lift above what he did initially. Um, it looked like he had the fucking melon attached to his arm. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you have a look on Twitter, <clears throat> social media generally, I'm sure you can uh, you can find it. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, like doesn't really. I don't dislocate his shoulder. Yes, whilst it's painful, it's not like it's going to weeks and weeks out, is it? It's short term in the grand scheme of things. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, yeah, just whilst uh, we're on the topic of Mania still, they uh, announced the dates for next year's uh, next year's event. And that is April the 1st and 2nd. And that is at the SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Hollywood, baby. Ryan, do you want to speak about what your booking was for that? And then how you're going to, like, that's going to coincide with you getting a tattoo? Oh, Christ. We Um, don't need to go there. It's okay. It's okay. Well, Ryan said it whilst he was drinking, so he might not remember. (laughs) Um, He said because it's April Fool's, they'll um, show promos for The Rock versus Roman. (laughs) And then Brock Lesnar takes his place. <laughs> I, I have never wanted something to happen so much. <laughs> oh, oh man! Did, wait, happen. did he say if it does or doesn't happen, he's gonna? If the main event of WrestleMania next year is Brock and Roman, I will get a tattoo of Aaron's face. <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> They said there was a lot of main events on this WrestleMania, so... Main event, last match on the show. If they refer to it as a main event, <laughs> no, that no, counts. No, no. <laughs> last match on the show. Seth, Seth vs. Cody was the main event. So was Charlotte and Ronda. So was that's Becky right. and Bianca. So, so was Austin and Owen. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's all settled. Yeah, the first. Lovely. Right. Last we, match of night two. With that, we can move on to some AEW news. Can we play okay. into AEW with the Downstate Kingdom, please? We're not playing into anything. Fightful no. uh, um. Select has learned that AEW founder Tony Khan and MJF had a discussion this past weekend that was said to have left them both uh, frustrated. The conversation stemmed from MJF's interview with Ariel Helwani uh, when they spoke for over an hour, notably about his contract status with AEW. MJF's deal runs out uh, in 2024, which looks to be a major year for pro wrestling free agency. Uh, Fightful were told that the contract status of MJF is what was left, uh, what has left the young star frustrated as of late. Uh, but the Tony uh, Tony Khan took issue with the interview being set up without notifying AEW's PR team of such. Uh, those that they'd spoken to didn't think that there would have been an issue with the subject matter of the interview in general, uh, or the the general interview if that was the case. Uh, Fightful reached out to Tony Khan and MJF, but didn't get a comment on the record. In a follow up. They were told that there was a follow-up conversation that happened uh, this past Monday, which went smoother. Um, MJF's point of frustration continued to be about his contract, while Khan was much more concerned uh, about the precedent being set of AEW talent doing interviews without running it by the PR team, which has been a standard since 2019. Those that they've spoken to have said that Khan and MJF have remained uh, maintained a good relationship since the company started and have become good friends. Don't want your sail into a shoot, brother. Brother, 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 brother. brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, that sounds very worky to me, mm. considering who MJF actually is. MJF's always working. He's always working. Did, did, did you see on that uh, interview as well, he said how much he loved the uh, kissing con- contest on uh, 
NXT yes, to make the make, he said NXT Super was the best show on television. He loved the <laughs> makeup contest. So yeah, <laughs> he literally does shoot interviews in character. If he enjoys it so much, he should listen to our podcast review on it because it's fucking cracking. <laughs> uh, has anyone got any more on that that they'd like to add? Or are we happy to move on to the next? I thing? think Aaron, Aaron hit the nail on the head there. I think. Yeah, you think it's a shoot? Yeah, yeah. I, I think work. Sorry, rather. I th- I think um, that the start of 2024 is going to be very interesting because MJF's going to obviously try and do what Cody did, I think, and like do the whole, oh, my contract's up thing, but actually pull it off. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, be interesting. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah, we'll talk about some uh, update on some uh, free agents that AEW have been interested in and now, well, one of them they've signed. Uh, so, Fightful Select gave an update um, on a few of the women who were released by WWE who may be AEW bound. Uh, they learned that AW Talent uh, said that there was significant interest in Tony Storm joining the company. Um, and several talent outright, outright expected her to land the company sooner rather than later. Uh, this was pretty much confirmed when she shown up um, on... Was it Dynamite last week? Dynamite, yeah. Dynamite for the... This was, this, was, this was essentially confirmed when she signed a contract with the company. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and she... Got like really, really nice ovation. Looked really she good. Little, she had a little, she had a little teary eye at the end of the match as well. She a little, a little emotional. Yeah, nice. She looked, she looked so fucking happy when she came out to that pop though. Mm. She got like a really big pop. Um, she didn't look that fucking happy when we got a photo of her. Prick. It's probably because it was with you, mate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> good to see honorary hey. Scouser Tony Storm back yeah. in going to AW, which is lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also confirmed that there have been light talks engaging interest between Athena, the former Ember Moon, and AEW. Uh, those with knowledge on the situation said there was a feeling out process between Ember Moon and All Elite Wrestling going back to early when she was first released. Uh, they haven't heard if she'll be signed or brought in yet. And people in All Elite Wrestling they spoke to claimed there didn't seem to be a sense of urgency to lock her down. Um, promoters indicated to Fightful that Athena has been very selective over independent bookings. I think the reason they're not in a rush here is I think she's the end game for Jade Cargill. I do. I think she's Ooh. been teasing Jade very heavily. I I can see her being like Jade's 50th. Yeah, totally. I mean, down the line. Like I think that's why there's no rush. I think they're going to put it, maybe book her for later in the year. It's a good shout. Could, shout. could do like a surprise opponent for Jade that a double or nothing. Yeah. Just have Amber Shaw. Um, and finally, uh, Nixon Newell, the former Tegan Knox, is another top free agent in the wrestling world. Uh, Nixon hasn't wrestled since a WWE release, leaving her out of the ring since October. When Fightful inquired about her status, uh, they were told that as of a couple of weeks ago, she'd been kept very busy trying to sort out visa situations, which have been an uphill battle for many wrestlers who suddenly find themselves free agents. Fair. Yeah. She, she's someone I think will be a really good fit in AW, actually. Yeah. Maybe maybe in, if you can get the visa sort of time, maybe for like an Owen tournament spot. Mm. Yeah. Be nice for her over I, I think if if Tony signs her, then they can sort the visa for her. Yeah. yeah. So let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Right, next up then, uh, John Moxley is working with a hamstring injury, which apparently he suffered during training prior to working GCW shows during WrestleMania week, according to Daddy Dave. 
Yeah, I mean to have a hamstring injury and to be able to need the Busek's face off. That's a that's a <laughs> yeah, <problem>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ultimate Merdanese. He had what two matches on the same night. Yeah, one just, being that Beth Busick match. You don't get in, you don't get the Daddy Regal's comeback club without being hard as nails, mate. I mean, <laughs> he went fucking hard against AJ Gray as well. Exactly, that yeah. was ridiculous. Oh, two uh, matches in one night. It was fantastic. Have we got the results of the super card of? Omicron? Get them for you real quick. I've got the I've got the main card. If you can get the uh, pre-show results. Although I can't, um, I can't, yep. I can't so the pre-show, my head, remember. Yeah, so I, I, I can run it for you. So pre-show, uh, Cole Cabana defeated Blake Christian, former NXT yep. superstar. Uh, AQA, newly signed AEW talent, defeated Miranda Elias. That was a really uh, fun match. Tully Blanchard revealed his tag team clients. They are the Gates of Agony, which is Khan and Toa Leona. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely annihilated the Shinobi Shadow Squad, which is Cheeseburger and Eli Eason. Uh, and then in a Banger of a match. Dalton Castle defeated Joe Henry. That uh, was good. I mean, it that. sounds like a banger, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah. So. Then on, on the main card, uh, Swerve Strickland defeated Alex Zane. Again, former NXT, two, two former NXT superstars. Yeah. Uh, there was a particularly awesome spot in there, which was um, Zane hit a poison rod on Swerve to the outside. Ooh, yeah. The open, yeah. Which was yeah. fucking nasty. That, um, that match was banging. That was yeah. really good. Mm. Brian Cage was revealed as Tully Blanchard's other client. Um, he defeats Squashing Jamak in under three minutes. Sad noises. <laughs> um, next up, Jay Lethal defeated Lee Moriarty. Uh, he did. A, he did a heel. He did. A, he did a low blow so we could finally hit his stupid finisher. In <laughs> <laughs> um, a. Fantastic women's match. Mercedes Martinez defeated Willow Nightingale. Willow looked fantastic in that match. It was a banger. Oh, really, really good. Willow's yeah. so good. I hope they keep Willow around. Yeah. Oh, well, she's been in AW a while, and she's been on Dark and that, so hopefully yeah. she's, she's involved enough. In probably the match of the weekend, uh, FTR defeated the Briscoes in an absolute fucking war. That slap, yeah. that was superb. Honestly, I mean, if you're not in that match, go and track it down because it was phenomenal. Went like nearly half an hour. It had everything. It was yeah. bloody. It was stiff. It was technical. It was psychology. It was fucking everything. It was incredible. And then after yeah. that, the young, the young Bucks came in and did shithouse things. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, next up, we had the surprise. Probably the surprise result of the night. One or two, which two better matches. Minoru Suzuki defeated Rhett Titus to become the ROH World Television Champion. Mental. Yeah. First ever American title for Murder Grandad. And he did it with a gotch pile driver. He just piled around his soul out of his body. Rhett Titus, even like in the pre match promo, Rhett Titus was shitting himself. <laughs> even, <laughs> even on the match graphic, Rhett Titus looked like he was scared for his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact on right, Titus. Invisible Man eliminated him in the clusterfuck yeah, a couple yeah. hours later. He had a, he had a bad night. <laughs> That's terrible, even. It didn't have a great time. Um, another big surprise match um, results. Wheeler Utah defeated Josh Woods uh, by pinfall to capture the ring on a pure title. It was also uh, bad this was, this was a really good match, and it was a really good match if you've never seen a pure match before, because it was quite fast-paced for a pure match. Yeah. And it was quite easy to follow, and it was a really good, like, first pure match for a lot of people who may not have seen one before. So that was cool. And then in a 25-minute banger, Jonathan Gresham defeated Bandido, accompanied by Trevor Guerrero for a bit. Um, who he actually got to, Bandido in, in a in a un, 
seen spot by leader actually called out Chava for cheating and got him sent to the back. Yeah. Yeah. He what, asked what the was referee ma- to send him to the back. <laughs> what was mad about this as well, though, was like as soon as like Chavo got ejected, the match just hit like a new gear. Yeah. Oh, they, like, as I said, they pressed the Okada button, didn't they? Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, just went fucking nuts. Uh, the last 10 minutes of this match were just near falls and fucking like false finishes. And it was like, yeah. what is going on? And that finish was tremendous. Yeah. 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 John and Gresham like jumped into the ring through like, ju- to, it was like to break up a count out, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So like he just just broke the count out, and as he jumps in the ring, rolls up Bandido, and just with like a Lamas Mahistral and just picks up the win. Also, Gresham kicked out Bandido's finisher, which I think is the first time anyone's ever done it. Yeah, the twenty-one plex looks nasty. I've also never seen that, and I know you'd mentioned it quite a few times, Jay, and I'm glad I got yeah. to watch that because it's fucking awesome. There, there was that reversal Gresham did to it as well, where he landed on his feet, which looked yeah. fucking mental. Yeah, yeah. So post match, then um, Gresham's celebrating. Jelly comes out, shit out heel, and starts demanding a title shot off Gresham, saying that he's earned it because he was his mentor. Um, Schwag D, aka Sonic <laughs> Duck, comes out to, to sort of calmly throw down, but he turns on Gresham and beats him up. And then the music hits, and Samoa Joe comes well, out. Lee, he's Lee Mariotti comes yeah. out. Oh, Lee Mariotti face comes face. out first. He gets bodied because he's Lee Mariotti. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Samoa Joe comes out and just fucking scares the piss out of everyone. Yes. And boy. Samoa yeah. Joe is in Ring of Honor, but he is also all elite. Yeah. He's going to be on Dynamite this he, week, isn't he? He said his goal is to win both the AEW and Ring of Honor world titles. Yes, please. So yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. G- give me give me Joe versus Punk. A punk beat beat um a punk beat hangman for the belt. Give me Joe versus Punk. Let him go an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, why it, back. Back. it was a phenomenal show. Um oh, really, really, really was. It was the perfect balance of like old school ring of honor names and like some of the younger AW talent equipment as well. They really did a great job of balancing it. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Very good. Very good. Uh, we'll jump into the rest of the world news. Uh, firstly, according to a new report from the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Mike Tanay has received multiple offers to come out of retirement, including from companies such as uh, MLW, Major League Wrestling, and GCW, uh, Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, they've offered him a possible role in uh, the booth. Meanwhile, WWE has reportedly reached out to him to offer him a role in the documentaries, according to the report. Um, sorry, in the documentaries, according to the report, Tanay declined all of them as he is enjoying retirement and has no financial burdens. Fair play. Enjoy yeah, I mean, retirement, it, it, man. It kind of sucks because I've got a, lot, got, a lot of, got a lot of time for my Tanay. He's, he's a real uh, real good good hand at everything. But yeah, if he's, if he's enjoying life, then fair play. Enjoy life. Yeah, let's quickly go through this then. Uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insider reports the Briscoes were not happy about losing their match to members of the Bullet Club at Multiverse of Matches. Uh, but Impact are hopeful to be able to bring the Briscoes in more um, more, and ultimately use them as regulars. It did feel a bit like they were sort of closing the door on the Ring of Honor chapter, didn't it, after the Very FDR match? Much so. Very much so. Yeah. So that does the whole, like, AEW can't or won't sign them. So, like, execs aren't happy with um, previous... <clears throat> it's Warner Brothers execs being unhappy with... Yeah, they um, did it one on TNT because of the comments they've made in the past. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they'll do all right at Impact, so... Yeah. All right, wherever they go. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't be happy losing to the fucking Dollar Club, but yeah, in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially because it was the Good Brothers. Yeah. Moving on, 
PCO missed his match with Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, Joey Janela's spring break six on night two due to a shoulder injury that was suffered at the Impact Multiverse of Matches uh, event where he teamed with Moose to take on Josh Alexander and Jonah. He had to go for an x-ray, but thankfully he isn't injured. Uh, in the match, Jordan Oliver replaced PCO. I haven't seen wow. any of the Multiverse of Matches yet, but on paper, it looked like it was a pretty decent card. I do intend to watch it at some point, just because both the guns are wrestling singles matches, one against Mike Bailey and one against Jay White. So, nice, nice. Yeah, um, I want a bit my, of that. PCO... my heart really ached that PCO got replaced by Jordan <laughs> Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I, it was such uh, a shame. That match, <laughs> I was really looking that forward to seeing him. Was, that match was a fucking banger the as well. The match was a banger as well, oh. so... I'm surprised PCO's not, not injured more often because I've seen one or two of his matches and it's like the man wrestles on jelly legs. He's yeah. not he's not human, mate. Um, <laughs> and um, moving on, um, what I'll be probably doing next year if I decide to go to WrestleMania, GCW have announced that 2023's collective will take place March the 30th to April the 1st in the Ukrainian Culture Centre, baby. So they're doing the same Thursday to... Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. I'll probably yes. go from them shows. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably go to a few of them. My 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 plan is to go to all the collective shows, watch WrestleMania in a bar, and while I'm in the bar, look for a tattoo parlor for Ryan. Um, to <laughs> 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 uh, finish the this mass this bumper episode of news off, uh, a couple of matches that me and Ryan watched and me, the collective. And me. Uh, well, sorry, you guys as well, that we think were quite standout, and if you've never seen them, you should go have a look. Yeah. Uh, at Ellie Fights versus um, JCW, there was Jack Cartwheel versus Alec Price, uh, and there was, uh, Sa- 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 Ryan's put this on the list, B-Boy <laughs> versus Grim Reefer. Yes. I, put on, I put it on the list because Grim Reefer actually won. Yeah, let's uh, push Grim Reefer. He knows what to do. <laughs> uh, Yep, and uh, Joey Janela's spring break, the big one, a couple of matches in there. They already mentioned Oliver and Speedball. Uh, Janela versus X-Pac. Uh, the opening match of night one, uh, the Briscoes second gear crew, Nick Gage. And the my favourite match of the weekend, Suzuki versus FA. It, it was a good match. It was, it was a, good, it was a uh, banger. It was really good. Great. We saw I mean, Grandad and, getting kissed. And Effie um, didn't get killed as badly as what we did <laughs> da, da, Daddy liked it. Daddy liked it. Daddy Granddaddy it. liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big gay brunch. There was a standout there in Paro and Dark Sheik against each other. Uh, two quite unknowns, but it was a really good match. I'd not seen Paro before. Oh, put some respect on Paro's name, mate. Yeah, Paro's um, awesome. I'm trying to. Big boy. <laughs> Paro's, I wasn't Paro's aware great. Of, I wasn't aware of either of these. I really enjoyed that match. Yeah. Uh, for the culture, there's Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon. If you're a death match, it was the, old, the first all black death match. It was that was, that was an experience for someone was, that doesn't watch death match. It was <laughs> very good. Uh, <laughs> if you're really into death match, there's a whole show called Planet Death, standouts on that. Cole Radrick versus Akira and Shane Mercer versus Neil Diamond Cutter. Is Shane uh, Mercer the guy that's like ridiculously strong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the yes. guy that like yeeted some bleachers at someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah finally, you had Bloodsport. If you don't know about that, it was very MMA style based. Uh, Raw Underground, but how it should have 
happening. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's no ring ropes or anything like that. It's just a raised platform, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the ring just without the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the big one was Moxley versus Biff Busick. Everyone's been talking about it all weekend. There was blood, there was stiffness. Uh, that, was just, that was just Aaron watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. And then the surprise one in that show as well, uh, Ninja Mac versus Yoya, two quite oh. scrawny boys doing MMA. And then the speed of the match compared to all the other matches was fantastic. And that finish, that finish was and, perfect. Oh, the yeah. finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. finally going to watch Bloodsport today. I'm so very excited. A uh, couple of standouts on that Bloodsport for me as well. Uh, Marina Shafir uh, and Zayda Zhang, I thought was pretty good. Really enjoyed watching Marina Shafir. Uh, Yu Yamera and Mike Bailey. I hadn't seen a Mike Bailey match before. That was really fun. Uh, and it was cool to see John Hennigan there. Whilst it wasn't like an amazing match. It was Sorry, cool you, mean, you mean Johnny Bloodsport? Sorry, Johnny Bloodsport. <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool to see him. Uh in a sort of different environment and see him mix it up a little bit. Um, that was pretty cool. But yeah, really, really enjoyed Bloodsport. I didn't watch an awful lot over the uh, the collective weekend, but that was certainly a standout. Yeah. Just a quick shout, we'll talk about collective matches. I saw a few bits of Bangers Only, which is the Mission Pro show, the yeah. Thunder Rose all-women show. Uh, Thunder Rose's match was excellent, as was with Thistos, as you'd expect. Yes. And uh, also, uh, just to shout out from Spring Break as well, uh, I can't remember everyone who was in it. There's, there was a scramble match on night one, which Nick Wayne won, which was, yeah, that was fucking fantastic. awesome. Yeah, and the clusterfuck um, was just nonsense in the best yeah, way. Yeah, we forgot about the clusterfuck. The clusterfuck <laughs> was nonsense, and also Mox, Mox versus AJ Gray was pretty fun as well. Yeah, Joey Janelle booking himself fucking high up there. The whole booking himself time. like Brock Lesnar, uh, literally, yeah. li- literally booking himself high. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Right, that is everything. That was a, a monster episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back next week with more wrestling news. In the meantime, if you get a chance, do give us a follow on our social media outlets, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next time, guys. All the best. Bye. 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 Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. <laughs>